0: If I start with three people, there'll be none of left. And when I get nervous,
1: I walk. And usually I speak too quickly. So if you don't understand anything, just
0: keep to yourself and pretend you did. I'd be very, very careful who I you mean, talk to you about that because the person who wrote that is dangerous.
1: So once again, you know, just like we've missed an hour of conversation, it just got really good. So we had to move on in. Um, Michael's here. I'm here. Rebecca Ferry Ooh, is here. that's good. That's nice, is not it? <laughs> <laughs> Darren and I- Enderwick. Enderwick. All right.
2: Yeah, that to be Scottish for that one, though. Oh. Enderwick. I gonna, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess.
3: It can... <laughs> you need a very roly tongue to- Yeah. To be able to move in and out of people's last names. Yeah. You. I don't have a rolly tongue. Just try it. Yeah. yeah. That was roly. Yeah, yeah but I mean, but- Ferry. Only when I'm rolling I mean, an R. It's hard to get. Yeah. I, oh, I tried I, saying your last name how you would prefer it. And I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Well, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Nobody does it. So it's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. we <laughs> so you just say, like to hear
1: people try. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. We yeah. just say fairy.
1: <laughs> <No fear.
2: laughs> and, or just uh, don't even say my last name. It's cool. Yeah. But
1: it's like, <laughs> hey, if somebody wanted to fall, you know, as oh, I did afterwards. Uh, yeah. Well, no, if they wanted to like understand, because I af- I had no idea when, before walk, you know, starting the art walk. At the, it's the intense uh, art walk.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the intense part was outside. Oh, I think that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, two, the two that were outside, like yep. Javier's thing. But anyway, so um, I met Rebecca during an art walk at the um, Banff Mountain Book and Film Festival, mm-hmm. or Mountain Film and Book, I don't no, know which said is. No, you it right. Book and Film, right? Uh, no, Film and Book. Film and Book, yeah. See, film came first. It did, yeah. Yeah, and um, and so there were a number of exhibitions there. I had one. Uh, Rebecca had one. Javier, Javier Corso had one. Um, uh, the other kid who was outside, Matt, yeah. used to be Snell, the Snell um, ha- had something. And then there was the very unusual museum installation, which yeah. just went way over my head. I, I, I think
2: w- it went over a lot of people's heads. Okay. Yeah, I think um, S- something I had a lot about of reading. the
1: commoditization of contagion yeah. or something i i i snapped a picture of the the title because i was i said i need to go look this up and then i never did i did the same thing okay <laughs> and then life got in the way and well, then i was okay. like oh yeah that
2: thing I did.
1: okay maybe someday i'll find that photograph okay sometimes art is it,
3: like highfalutin and they're trying to talk above but there's some things that are actually peculiar where like i just want to know how their brain came up with certain things oh for sure yes yeah. and i'm um I'm gonna get their name wrong but it's cut like Hybozix or something they build these um, light boxes Mm. and they put them on displays at like different festivals or Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. and they're like the most insanely intricate things on how they do it and I don't I'm just like yeah it's pretty I want to talk to the guy who made it yeah I want to pick his brain yeah and I just want to like how like what were you thinking what drugs (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) He probably has a list. <laughs> it could uh, be. For
3: sure. Uh, and and I think I know what they are just based <laughs> off of the light that comes out of it. Like in the designs. Like yeah. You can kind of see it. But there's always weird stuff with art. I, what was it about? I, I mean, obviously, it's a mountain thing for mm. you. And you grew up.
2: Uh, Didn't grow up there. No.
3: No, so I was actually explain.
2: born, so I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to announce that. Well, uh, <laughs> d- d- is, it, is there a prereq? Like, I don't know. For, <laughs> You just no, start
0: by saying, not, I'm sorry. Just, I'm,
1: <laughs> so, and finish with A, but that's just mm. that's just so tedious we after a We should have
2: had a signing that you guys weren't going to make fun of my accent when I came on here. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I do
1: it's, it's barely Honor, it's called honoring.
3: Oh, okay. Honor, Yeah, yeah exactly. We're not making fun, we're honoring it.
2: I'm cool with it, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was born in Calgary, which yeah. um, is close to the mountains, but I grew up on the east. So I grew up in Ontario, mm-hmm. not close to mountains. Exactly. Um, yes. Very very flat. Well, there's a little and bit of distant, rolling hills, And poli-
1: distant politically as well. Very. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but uh, I've probably been in the mountainous ranges of Western Canada for you know 18 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it feels like home. It feels like I grew up there. Okay. Even though I didn't.
1: And did you find your way to the mountains? Via climbing or the mountain bike or um, both?
2: Probably just the <laughs> need to want to be outside, like in the wilderness, in the mountains. Cause like when I lived in Ontario, I climbed, but okay. it wasn't anything epic like you get out in the West. Yeah. It was tiny crags at Rattlesnake Point um, and gym climbing, which yeah. I didn't do very much of cause it was not really my scene growing up. it's but, not really outside. And it's not outside. <laughs> yeah. But um, I had a couple of friends like after university and college I had a couple friends that had moved out and I was like, like the mountains are calling and I Mm -hmm. must go if you will. Uh, And so I just went and I drove across country in my Volvo and that's kind of what just pulled me there. It was more like friendships that pulled me there Mm, and moving to Whistler in the West coast. I got heavily into downhill mountain biking and my climbing kind of like faded away a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So is it like the North shore beat Squamish? That's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, well
2: I, well I learned how to downhill at the nor- on the north shore, yeah that's ha- it was stuff. really serious stuff. I was, was like, like well, oh. I got myself like Mount into. Seymour that, yeah. yeah 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 yeah, and then i and then I moved to Whistler um and did mostly rode the park there, just like down downhill rat, like hmm. not in the best shape, but like my forearms were strong, and my head was like strong because you could just huck yourself off stuff um, but you <laughs> like, know, like you strong
1: mean, mentally or strong mentally f- like, yeah, cranially <laughs> I think is it the- <laughs> Okay. less
2: so now maybe but um i
1: had a really good helmet
2: was <laughs> so what was the good. first full yep, full face what was helmet. it about
3: uh downhill that was a track like obviously you, you want to be in nature that's like the first thing but what is it about flying through nature
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think i forgot about nature when i got into downhill mountain bike uh, i don't know okay. it's just like uh i mm. was pulled in by uh the adrenaline mm. like your mind it's weird your mind will shut off from the world, and you're so hyper focused on speed you're going, what's coming at you, um and your body's just working hopefully fully together to make sure that you can get around the corners and through the trees, and like yeah. life like life, yeah, mm. ooh <laughs> <laughs> How deep.
1: wow, you should be fully engaged at all times, just to kind of stay on the, <laughs> stay
2: on the right track <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. and sometimes you just need to <laughs> hurl yourself into it
2: or slam into it yeah really yeah. hard
1: yeah every but. now and then that does happen Very much generally so, yeah. this is not a voluntary thing mm. i no. mean you volunteered to do the activity that got you to the point where you end up
3: As soon as i'm like, flying uncontrollably i'm no and, I said no. <laughs> oh man, I
2: was like yes, yes, more uncontrolled flying, please. <laughs> okay.
3: Fair enough. That's why
2: It was an addiction. It became yeah. a huge addiction and um that was my life living there.
1: And so yeah. one of the things that like you said right. you were drawn to the adrenaline, but mm-hmm. is is it that? Or is it I mean, I'm not I don't want to put words in your mouth actually. Maybe that's what happens on a podcast, but um <laughs> the, but the but the, the the outcome of the of the of that the the requirement of such intense concentration and focus of of being you know the 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 speed at which things are happening the consequence of fucking it up or whatever compels you to be absolutely present Mm -hmm. and you said everything else falls away except Mm -hmm. that and uh, for me with climbing it was i i didn't like adrenaline Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. like being scared but I would I, often get to, but, but climb, it's just, but what I miss the most is the, is sort of the clarity and the enforced presence of the act, you know, of the actual activity.
2: Yeah. yeah uh, I'll rewind a bit. Like I, okay. well, I was never really scared mountain biking, okay. <laughs> which is strange. I, there was never a point where I was, I'm comparing it to climbing. I, I, I get. Over the last like probably three years, I think, I've been getting more scared climbing. I never used okay. to get scared climbing. Um, anyways, so with mountain biking, I was never really scared. Like I'd always do the thing that I wanted to do. Whereas climbing, I can see myself pulling back being like, well, I'm not going to do that thing that I really thought I wanted to do. But mountain biking was like, I'm going to do it. And most of the time, well, maybe not most of the time, but it would go very well. Because it was, <laughs> you'd see people doing it and then you'd, <laughs> you'd mimic their actions and then you would do it. And on occasion, you'd, you wouldn't you would achieve it. But I, I don't think... Um,
3: but the mortality isn't as direct as in climbing. Climbing, like you see the void right below you. And mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. uh, when people, totally people always like, I'm afraid of X. I'm afraid of heights. No, you're not. You're afraid of dying. Like that. Totally. everybody no. in the end, like we're just.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> black and white. Just like. Yeah, this. it's for sure. There I mean, is no that's
3: phobia that's except for death. Like.
2: I think like. There yeah. Was,
3: and you just, except for life that has lived past its, ex- like it's warranted good part of living. Like there's something sure. past it's, the expiry date. Yeah the the <laughs> the thing that is worse than death is a life not worth living, which sure. is torture. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, but the only reason I make the distinction is because um when you when you're describing it like I wasn't ever scared. I'm thinking about it and well because the mortality isn't in, in front of you the right way, and now maybe you have a closer relationship with mortality when you're climbing. Is that yeah right? maybe
2: yeah. I think too like as much as we don't admit it for some people, as we age, the fear mm. becomes larger. Maybe you have more to lose. Um, and when I was doing all the crazy mountain biking and just sort of being carefree, mm. I was at a younger age, like mid twenties, mm-hmm. early mid twenties. And so maybe I just wasn't really thinking about that then. And that has changed as now I'm pushing 40. I do. I've recoiled a bit and I'm not doing as much,
3: but that's the, I mean, it's, people call it paradox i would call it paralogical both Mm -hmm. both um thoughts on it are correct when you are like man that seems really weird like at a younger age i'm more careless (laughs) and now that i'm older and i have less life to live i'm more careful with it but it seems like it should be the opposite but both are true
2: and i wonder if that's with everybody like Mm -hmm. it'd be really interesting to hear like if if everybody is feeling that or mm-hmm. is it come from maybe the fact that i have had so many injuries and i've felt mm-hmm. debilitated and i've felt horrible concussions and i've broken collarbones broke mm-hmm. my back broke my arm in half mm-hmm. and i've known those feelings um and i don't want to feel that again and so i'm mm-hmm. like just slowly pulling back a little bit and now i swim i don't want to <laughs> do that <laughs> and now i swim with a
3: flotation device <laughs> around me <laughs>
2: I've like put what I had in mountain biking, the speed and the aggression and the force into my swimming, to be honest. Like yeah. I swim, I swim a lot and it, yeah. it's very meditative for me, but uh, it's open also water? like full.
3: Open water or
1: in a lap pool? Uh,
2: mostly lap pool. Okay. I don't, yeah. and we don't have a lot of open water. I, we want to jump in in the Rockies, I, right? I was <laughs> just
1: going to say, even at the height of summer.
3: They're um, cold.
2: <laughs> I Glacier yeah. fed.
3: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that was, well, it's, I had my hand burned from it uh, too many times, but it used to be here, like our ex, our pastime was swimming in glacier mounts to see who could tolerate it. (laughs) But now that I've had it's fun, but I wouldn't do it every day. (laughs) Yeah. We've had close calls with it, but it is, it's, it's enjoyable if you're good at swimming and you're like good with open water. I just, yeah, I really like swimming. I hate lap pools. I can't get into it.
2: I, yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I don't love jumping. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I love it. <laughs> okay. I love jumping in the pool and that first like underwater sensation where you hold your breath and you push off. You're yeah. like, oh man, this is great. And I love lap pools because it's controlled. I'm mm. in a lane, yeah. I go back and forth and mm-hmm. I'm doing that. I come from like a track background. I used to race mm-hmm. relays and running mm-hmm. on a track okay. so, and so it's that like
0: yep.
2: hamster on a wheel. Like <laughs> you're just it's a very controlled mm-hmm. little um So I do, I do like swimming in pools. I can become very boring, Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have something, you know, in your brain you want to think about, or actually, I want to get those earphones. You can like swim with music. I got now. them. I no, just got them. Yeah, I just got them. <gasps> Do you love them?
3: I don't because oh. well, I haven't. Can sw- I have them? <laughs> I haven't swam. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I haven't swam with them yet, but I'm just oh. like the design of the earphone is terrible. Oh no! And like I can't. And I know it's meant to balance that once it gets water around it, it's supposed to still move sound through your ear. Yeah. And I've just been using it, um, like. Sweating profusely, so every uh, once in a while, it's like not enough water. Yeah, it's not enough water. The- I think, <laughs> yeah. which is a lot of water still. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> shockingly, but, but, but it's not pressure. No, no, it's yeah, it's cool. not. And I think it's supposed to be on a swim cap, and I have like a headband keeping it. So I'm just messing with them. But I, I've, I got them because we have to start swimming for. We have kind of a an event in Australia, and it has some open water swimming cool. in it. And yeah. I'm like. Fuck! That's like terrifying. I'm usually okay. Like I, but I've never been to Australia, mm-hmm. and I know why they're so good. Like watermen down there is, but be- they have to; they'll mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> California is like, yeah, open water. That's like it's a day at the beach, you know, quote unquote. And it, so it is kind of terrifying. But it, uh, I got them because I'm like, okay, I really need to put it in a lot of controlled miles in swimming, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I need to listen to something because it's too loud down there for me. Like, especially in fluorescent lights, all of the things get to me. I'm just like... In a pool? Yeah. Oh, interesting. uh, The chemicals, everything. Like, it's just... If it was open water, when I used to train for triathlon, it's always open water. That's why we like glacier lakes. It's like, I'd rather freeze and risk it hypothermia than to have, like, be baked by fluorescent lights and chlorine.
2: It's funny because, like... I did my first triathlon 4 years ago, I guess now. Mm. And it was weird because I jumped uh, and I, you know, my buddy Ryan and I we do triathlons mm. t- with each other. And but we didn't really like pre-swim the lake to know <laughs> what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And so we went the night before like <laughs> and we're like, okay, We'll go and we hopped in and it freaked me out because I fucking couldn't see lines on the bottom of the yeah, pool, yeah, <laughs> pool for on, sure. quote unquote. Anyways, and I and I had like a panic attack in the water. I'm like, how am I going to do this triathlon?
3: Yeah, I should have prepped to <laughs> learn how to f- track your horizon. Yeah, and, like, keep your and, head up. Stroking. And I have a
2: little bit of a like a a, a fear for deep water, and I blame it on mm. Baywatch. There was like a Baywatch, <laughs> or was it Baywatch or was it oh, Jaws? Wasn't Jaws
3: really? It wasn't a shark. Man.
2: Oh, I don't know what it was. It was a, Mine was, was for it?
3: sure Jaws. That got me.
2: It was an episode. I feel like it was Anyway, Anyways, someone got pulled underwater by a murderer guy that was like pulling people underwater at the beach and killed them. Oh.
1: Do I it, thought you were just like, like with a shark fin if, strapped to his back. Or, like, was
2: it, <laughs> I was going <gonna> like,
3: <laughs> to if David weird... Hasselhoff is in the water, I'm getting out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't remember what show it was, but I, it's this weird fear now. It uh, must have, have been
3: Baywatch. <laughs> oh, but i don't recall that episode specifically I know, man. and i, I think know. i've seen them all
1: but <laughs> Might have been watch hawaii
2: it was well and here's the thing it was in Maybe. hawaii when i saw it because i lived in hawaii when i was eight okay and then now from living in hawaii being on the ocean that whole episode i have a weird fear anyways long story short triathlons no,
3: I, yeah so I, I was gonna ask <laughs> so how long did it take you to adjust were you able to adjust your very first one and like
2: i did really well on the swim yeah on i the first one i yeah. was like My swim time was really good. I can't remember it now. But I was really impressed with myself because it was my first triathlon. I actually came second, which I was like, overall, I was like, holy crap, I can do this. Um, So the first swim I did uh, was great. Adjusted well, got out, did the bike, ran. My next year, Mm. I had a major panic attack in the water because I started with the strong people. Yeah, I started like not mid-pack. I was like, oh, I'm fast. I can go first. No, Mm -mm. no, that was bad. I got kicked in the face, like full panic attack. It probably
3: means that you belonged there though.
2: I don't know, man. I panic.
3: Uh, no, you, for sure. Like if you're, if you ki- this is the weird thing is like if it's so uncomfortable where you really have to watch your distance in somebody mm. else's trail and you're like risking either clawing their feet or getting kicked, it means you're with them. I'm you just, just not have, kicking back. Well, you just have to get <laughs> you just you, you just have to need f- to pass it on. <laughs> yeah, you have to get in their <laughs> their draft a little bit better. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but if because if it's not true, if you're not fast enough, you'd get crawled over. Yeah. So if if you're getting kicked, it's okay because it means you're actually speeding up. But if you're getting crawled over, it means you're in the wrong group.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Thank you, (laughs) thank you. That makes me feel more confident with my ability. And it should, yeah. (laughs) Like you really, that's the most
3: important part. It's not trying to be the fastest. It's trying to know where you flow nicely. So on triathlons, I'd always, you know, I always move to the right and then I'll let the fast people go and then i'll get in behind the second fastest group because i want to crawl past them right and i don't want people crawling past me because that makes me suffocate so i get good at kicking people <laughs> and crawling forward and then i find I just find my rhythm on the on, the, on the on always on the left
2: yeah and so the triathlons that you do are they um mm. like road
3: yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah they were uh,
2: like normal one i've done one for a
3: really long time this was when was this this was like 12 or 14 years ago when I was doing most of them it was only like a four-year period where I was like really going after them yeah um they were all road based I didn't ever do any Xterras which now I kind of regret See, those was the ones I've ever done the it's
2: like the off-road yeah those
3: seem really fun yeah, especially really the ones fun. in Hawaii because that has the that's the champion the Xterra championship. I got round.
2: invited to Hawaii my do second it. year I did it and I I didn't go what I know <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm like, I'm not a triathlete. Re- Why am I going? regrets abound. Because <laughs> Hawaii. Well,
2: and also, I mean, um, really Hawaii is swimming a triathlete, and swimming in oceans are, I think I would have um, died.
3: <laughs> think about it like this. The odds are so in your favor, finally. Like I, I used to, when I would train, I would swim open water in Ventura or in Santa Barbara. Uh, and sometimes I don't like, San Diego is the worst for me, but. The open water is like, I'm all alone and I'm splashing like an injured animal.
1: <laughs> but when there's a thousand other injured animals,
3: man, my odds are really good. Yeah.
1: I'm probably the l- l- least attractive <laughs> of these injured animals. <laughs> in terms of like gristle and that kind of thing. You're, You're just, just going to be chewy. So it if, sense. Ocean. if the <laughs>
3: ocean is ever like a what the fuck is going on, it's when a thousand people enter it and kick like they're, you know newborn babies kind of like just fluttering about and the it's, ocean probably yeah. just backs up and goes, yeah. Ooh, guys, just right. out of here.
2: We're out of here. Do your
3: thing. <laughs> yeah. right, just.
2: Don't worry guys. It's short lived. It's short-lived. Yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. They'll be out as soon as they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't live here. Um, I, that was my, I, I really liked triathlon for a little bit and then I was like, man, I'm really not good at swimming. Mm. Um, as in I don't want to get good at it cause I don't want to be in a pool. Okay, that was those, yeah. and i was like that's where my time is gonna come off mm-hmm. i maxed out what i could make up on a bike um i for you know size and weight I was like i'm not gonna run very much faster splits it was doing you know okay <laughs> and then i was just like all right eight hours a week in a pool no thanks uh, like, i just couldn't swing it but
2: i had a friend that's like hey there's this um i just did this race last summer and it's a really long swim race I forget the kilometers now. Oh. I'm going to speak in kilometers too, which yeah. won't make sense okay. to you guys. But anyways, so she trains in the pool for a, re- a really I've long time. I've driven in Canada. I know, I know, yeah. you guys. <laughs> you know I've, it.
1: I've tried to tell the cop who <laughs> pulled me over Whoops. about the difference.
2: I'm from America. America. <laughs> um, we just shake our heads now.
1: And I just don't admit where I'm from anymore because people just shake their heads. They just go, man, we're so sorry for you right now. We're sorry
2: we're so sorry so, sorry sorry guys sorry sorry, sorry. sorry about down there yeah <laughs> anyway so she was like you got to do this race like it's really long and great i don't know 7k or something like that i don't know that's whatever lo- that's that is a with long miles. swim
1: outside? outside
3: yeah that's a convert that 4.2 7, 2. there you go nice Ooh, i was thinking it was i'm never gonna point, doubt i was this thinking man 9.8 <laughs> but yeah i was trying to factor up from 5k through, yeah just <laughs>
1: multiply by six
2: nice maybe you need to know math <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Um, yeah.
1: No, the whole podcast would be to hear Zach go off on the metric system. <laughs> that in it, that oh. little skit right there is pretty damn good. Anyway, <laughs>
0: anyway, she's
2: like, "Yeah, we just have to train this many you know days mm-hmm. in the pool," and it was sort of appealing to me because I really like swimming. Mm-hmm. And and this um, is
1: it's going to be that distance open water.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. So going back to the earphones i just need to get that music going and i think i'll be able to train longer in the pool i'm
3: i'm curious as to what it's gonna feel like i feel like
2: what do you it, listen to though See, what do i is, listen to oh yeah.
3: man um it depends <laughs> hit me with it um because
2: <laughs> you might be surprised by my music choices. okay <laughs> so well
3: it depends uh, i say it depends on the like long hard what like interval structure um And probably what drug I'm on while I
1: train is a big factor. I'm going to listen to the first Ramones record so I can be out of the pool in 23 minutes. Uh So (laughs) there you go.
3: (laughs) I have been on a kick lately of this girl (laughs) chanting. Um, No, I I picked up the reference. I was just like, I was thinking about it in terms of, man, each song that I listen to is like 17 minutes long. And I'm Mm, like, yeah. um, So, yeah, there's this girl, Dea Dova that does this repetitive mantra chanting that turns into something like there's a really good, um, I've been trying to learn about uh, music theory lately. So, um, repetitive structuring and how that becomes music just on its own. And it's kind of funny cause you listen to her and she's like, Oh, of course she's singing, but she's really not. She's mm-hmm. just like catching this rhythm on these noises that she's making. That becomes music or whatever. Um, so there's that. And then there's more, um, uh, I've been really going down a weird hole with uh <laughs> Mongolian throat singing. Oh cool. Um and it's really good for long endurance events. Okay. Like real like as loud as possible, especially in can the Can you he-
2: try? Can you can you sing it? Oh
3: god, I would have to I, I, if I hear it, like if I'm listening to it, I can mimic it, but okay. I can't like vocalize it why, like from raw cuz I'm just not that good. Okay. But it, I'll play some for you later <laughs> okay. and you can um <laughs> but so there's this weird and this is where it gets weird is where I go like depending on how hot it is too will change what music I listen to interesting so the cooler it is outside the more Norwegian my music tastes go the more Scandinavian (laughs) like Like, metal? um, yeah, but Norwegian folk metal. Oh, folk metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. So yep. you can hear the coldness in the music. Yeah, yep. And then as it becomes warm, it's hotter in the summer and when I'm running outside and it's like a hundred degrees outside, the more jungly South American right. it becomes. And that's kind of how I let it dictate my
2: interesting music. And I don't know what it's <laughs> going to be in the water
3: other than, well, it's okay. If you're in a pool, it's probably hot as can be. Uh, especially in the winter. Oh, you're in the wrong pool. Well, they get them wrong to start with. (laughs) Like, you know, when the season is changing, they're trying to get the water temperature correct. It's like always way too hot Uh, because I don't think people really swim. (laughs) Look, they're Mm -hmm. not exercising when they get in the pool. They're just lounging in a pool. And so they try to set the temperatures for that.
2: Yeah, you do have to go to specific like Olympian lap pools. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can't just go to like... Uh, lifetime or something because it's a lounging pool even though they have lanes it's like Mm -hmm. it's not set at a temperature when you first get in it should be quite cold Mm -hmm. you should be like uncomfortable
1: like i need to move otherwise i'm gonna get chills last time i swam did any work in a pool was in st john's in newfoundland oh nice and the water was not warm. <laughs> no, <laughs> and neither was the air outside. The air, and, and <laughs> the air, I mean, it was February. I was there yeah. for the month of February, so um, the air outside was also not warm. <laughs> um, but it was, but it was really st- strange because I mean, I grew up swimming competitively, mm-hmm. and like I never really noticed the transition from you know getting out of the water, drying off, locker room, the whole thing, and then going outside because I lived in Seattle, so the temperature inside outside not you know not that dramatic but going outside after being in the pool in st john's was like okay i guess i'll dry my hair better next time because <laughs> it's <laughs> getting
0: crunchy yeah that's kind of know.
2: one of my favorite tricks because my hair is super long so when i swim and i shower in, in the winter like mm-hmm. the minus 30 yeah. days go outside and let it yeah. freeze and then yeah. you can just sort of like stick it it goes straight yeah. up it's cool yeah it's no, okay frozen? it's like frozen it. it goes straight yeah. up nice that's, it doesn't break just, off which is good
3: it's almost yeah it's like um ice um ice dreadlocks
2: kind of yeah it's like <laughs> let them form totally <laughs> <laughs> that's what so, we do in canada yeah right. we just have <laughs> we ice, ice dreadlocks.
0: <laughs> we have ice
1: dreads
2: listening to <laughs> hard norwegian folk metal yeah what would you listen to um swimming
3: or anything like because you still ride quite a bit
2: Mm-hmm. when i i did some downhill like just local downhill races in bc i'd listen to like metal because mm-hmm. it would get me preferred pumped. i
3: mean you're talking about a big genre here so we need to get more specific yeah
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> uh one of my favorite this isn't metal though one of my favorite people to listen to when i was downhilling when i live on the island was um certain nine inch nail songs that's not metal mm. but i can get into a, a weird zone with him yeah and where it's not not like chanting but it feels like it would be a chanting his mantra. music
3: is so good what what um somebody mentioned where especially for um, pretty hate machine and that whole album where he pulled his sounds from what movie was that mm. from Somebody just mentioned this the other day, and it was it was a, sci- a science fiction movie, and he pulled hmm. his sound sampling from that. Oh no way! Yeah, and now once you hear it, because now you'll notice that. Hey, yeah, that's where he pulled it, his yeah. whole thing. I, I'll have to figure it out. And actually, I wish I remembered. But
1: was I in on that conversation? I feel <laughs> I, like I was. <laughs> I somehow. think so.
3: And it, had, it was was it with Eric Mathies?
1: I can't. It, remember, might, I remember. it might have been. Yeah, there's something very strange about Nine Inch Nails. Where the early Nine Inch Nails video, like the yeah, that's a really fun episode cuz he's he they did all this I mean he was at art school in Chicago and they yeah. and um they shot a bunch. He was uh H Lab, is that what the yeah. company I think. Um you know, they shot a, b- a bunch of old music videos and one of the ones is one for 9-inch nails where um they uh they, they didn't, you know, they needed an aerial shot or whatever and so they didn't have a crane and you know everything's just total underground or whatever so they got these weather balloons and oh they God. suspended the super 8 film camera They're whatever they were shooting with um, and these balloons and they lost control of the balloons oh. and it was this downward shot of um, Reznor lying on his ground with this white makeup on it looks like he's dead right Right. and so this this fucking, this weather balloon gets like you know goes up lands 50-60 miles away whatever it's some farmer's field he finds it and um, he's like, oh, this is really weird. You know, there's like this camera, this weather balloon. He takes it to the sheriff.
2: Oh, no. Sheriff
1: finally gets around after a couple of weeks, develops the film. Find it, and they're like, oh, my God, I think we've, we've developed film of a murder. <laughs> like, out of that, it's like some kind of snuff film. And so from the sheriff, it goes <laughs> so to the exciting. FBI. <laughs> and, of course, then the FBI is just like,
2: Dude that's Okay, pre-
1: prevailing winds are, you know, blah <laughs> yeah. blah blah and this could, and and so they start going around um to various, you know, art schools, that yeah. kind of thing and they eventually get <laughs> all the way back to and you know nothing ever happened mm-hmm. with it but it, uh but the episode with Eric Matt, he talks about a couple different music videos, but that one's like a a pretty famous that's thing funny. where they yeah. and I guess it's come up with, in interviews with Mr. Reznor in the, you know, in the, in the mm-hmm. past, which is kind of funny. Like the cops are, you know, the, the director of the school that Eric was at you know, <laughs> asking <laughs> him, like, this sounds like something you guys might. Have. No, that's not us. Oh my God. Oh, that no. is one of those. <laughs> no, weird... That'd be, that's crazy. That's
3: awesome. Yeah. I yeah. sold him, um, a fretboard and a Digimike sampler when i was 17 and i thought it was a joke because i worked at a musician's friend as like a call center right. and i got a call you know you take orders and it was like blah blah, blah i need this and it's like okay payment information and it's asking it was like trent reznor and i was like
0: yeah right yeah right
3: <laughs> and i was like yeah dude totally and he's like uh-huh and i was like where do you live and he's like new orleans and i was like fuck it is you <laughs> like i was like jesus christ and i was like hey uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I
2: just did so like hey
3: I'm your musician's friend <laughs> yeah it's like hey just so you know I'm not going to be a dick anymore <laughs>
2: like, like, I'm not actually like this I so I really
3: like your music I think you should keep playing I'm going to make sure I get you the right thing because if, if you weren't you I'd just whatever it was interesting like, that, there you, was something about his music that is oh yeah yeah different do you play an instrument I just started last year learning guitar
2: Ooh, what type
3: Uh, acoustic nice um, and mostly In the Spanish style So nylon string yeah, Is my cool. favorite Although like It's not that big a difference um, Because it just becomes Classical style So learning scales And stuff but um, And then He was dropping a little Dust in the wind On us last oh, night Oh wow yeah, yeah I'm working on it I'm working on dust <laughs> In the wind Which is always like a, what The fuck I'm like 37 What am I doing like, am I... That was I like want to a... serenade myself With dust in the wind <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, or mark it, you can yeah it, mark. And,
1: and last night it was starting i'm like wow this sounds a lot like and i get a yeah. youtube video i'm like it is that yeah
0: <laughs> so which is
1: good it means it sounds something like,
3: like it, yeah, it. Totally. yeah that means I'm you're, gonna talk, say you're like like getting it somewhere it, it's somewhere yeah i've really like i just like learning it it's yeah. really fun to i don't think i'm good or that I have that potential, like, I'm just like, "Mm." I struggle with everything, like the whole, like finger, every, like understanding how music works. I just, that's been the really fun part is like, man, I enjoy music my entire life. I know nothing about it. And I was like, but I enjoy understanding things. So why haven't I ever tried to understand what is music Mm -hmm. or like, why, like the structure to it or why I like certain things when I don't. Um, so that's kind of where that came from and Then I started getting into really weird instruments And this is where it gets super fucking weird Because uh, I just ordered is This is where
1: the throat singing came from Kind of, yeah, a little bit um, You were, that Siberian Alania? shaman Elena? No, but playing the mouth harp So I got then... a
3: Jew harp Oh yeah right? But um, <laughs> this shaman lady gave it to me Because oh, cool. I was like I didn't know what the sound was And I was like You play that instrument that sounds like bouncy balls. And she's, (laughs) and Aaron is like, Man, you play the shit out of that bouncy ball instrument. And she gave it to me at the end of our ceremony. I was like, So I've been learning to play that. And like, there's something about that noise that is so, I get it. It's probably irritating to somebody who has never (laughs) heard it. Like, it sounds really alien. And it doesn't sound like music as people think of it. But that was really interesting. But Um, when
1: Alenia is talking to the wolves yeah
3: in between the mouth harping i'm just (laughs) she's a whoa she's insane but my favorite thing about that video elenia the shaman lady who plays this weird thing uh and she howls and she does like all the the first comment on is like i think she howls better than wolves (laughs) like (laughs) i think
1: she's better than wolves (laughs) it's so good it's really amazing that was and that was you know one of those (laughs) Sometimes I work late And I'm trying to like Chase a mood So that I can write Or whatever And I'm in the office There might be I might be drinking And um, And every night I'm just like "Ah, Play some music Try and find Okay what's What do I need to put on a loop To reinforce Or to find um, The thing And I ended up and sometimes I, I just can't help myself you know it's like oh if you like this you might Polk like threads. It. <laughs> like yeah, it. and totally. I was like well that looks totally weird and I'm here <laughs> and then I'm and then I end up I think that night I stopped after Elenia the Siberian shaman lady because and she was I'm on I'm gonna have to a, Google it, I think. oh no we can go watch it it oh, is oh yeah it's is. worth seeing and yeah. there's a and there's a, quite a number of videos she's been in a, mm. a, um, one of those things she was in front of that simon cowell whichever uh-huh. competition that yeah was. The talent whatever, America? yeah some talent some some okay. somebody has talent i don't know but not him <laughs> somebody um, anyway it. <laughs>
2: not many people but some but
1: some yeah, yeah. and uh and i was just like <laughs> that's the name it, of my the, show t- some people have talent <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and it was like two thirty or 3 in the morning i was just like how the fuck did i get here <laughs> And I'm pretty sure
3: Michael would enjoy this. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> why isn't he sh- here with me? <laughs> exactly. For t- tomorrow for sure he's getting a load of this. But I realize I'm not getting any work done tonight. I should just go. And but it's I- awesome. <laughs> I, I just wish I had like the whole thread because I was trying to tell him because I think you asked, you're like, how the
2: fuck did yeah, you find this? And I was wait like, wait a
3: second.
1: Well, it started here and then
3: it went. I don't then- care so much about the destination. I yeah. care about the journey that got you here. Like what video led to what? and Because I, I, I want to go down that journey. Well, that's yeah. how I found a lot of really great bands that I have no business like knowing of. Yeah. Uh, and it was totally, like I think when we were first looking for... um some kind of music for the intro to this podcast. I was looking for, I think I was looking up taiko drums and something like, I don't know, something different. then I found um, taiko, uh, ceremonial taiko drums serenaded by these Japanese. And they were singing like some metal songs, but it was in taiko tradition. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. And then that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, obviously. And it was really good. And then I found like some weird like banjo riffs of something else. And then it came down to I think I found Heilung off of that, which is that um Scandinavian, Norwegian folk metal. And that and from there Danheim and a lot of those yeah. like really well known bands. But I would have never found any of that stuff. And
2: I'm terrible at finding music. Like I've always been really bad at it, and so I rely on friends to be like, "You should look hey, for this. Hey, out. check this out." Or like, if yeah. I'm ever on Spotify, you can have like seeing what everybody's listening to. Yeah, yeah, Like, Oh, that, that, that. Because I've never been good at. I finally
3: finding. started when we were in the desert. Uh, Thurk and Bonnie, uh, we were talking about oh, like we went out rolling to the dunes, and I was playing Spirit Chaser okay. from Dead Can Dance, yeah. and so they're like, "What? How did you find?" And I was like, "I." go to mark like i he's my music guide in most cases but then we just started talking about it's like oh like it seems really weird because you know some of this music is like very folky Mm. and very like traditional and then out of nowhere we really like like hard thrashy metal and there's like this weird where you would never correlate the two but when you find out somebody likes music you can hey have you ever heard of zeal and ardor Mm. like they are insane. They're like this most creative metal I've ever heard. And you don't you don't have to really like metal to like it. You just like hear what they're doing and you're like, this yeah. is totally fucking different. So now we have a thread with Thurk and Bonnie and we just list what we're listening oh, to. that's cool. That's yeah. new. And now I just like every time they put something, I go plug that in. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I'll probably like it later.
2: Yeah, it's not the, it's
3: not yeah, the day for that. for me. Bonnie really likes a lot of this like electronic music lately and I was like oh, there's a time for that yeah. like when Mark gave me Pulshar, yeah, I was like yeah I'm not ready for that but I bought it anyway and then like two months later um, fuck I took some acid and then I was driving and I was like You're what like, oh, is this I, I think I, I fucking totally forgot what it was and I put it on and I was like oh this is why I have this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so everyone yeah. it's just like this I, you need more you always need more music We, I consume it like it's you know it goes in and out in and something stick around and I listen to them yeah. nonstop repetitively. Yeah. And some things I listen to every once in a while. Um, like the Lancum is a good example. Like I heard that playing yeah. in the gym yesterday. I was just like,
1: Oh man, a little Irish folk music <laughs> in the well, gym. We're
3: rolling. <laughs> we're doing jujitsu upstairs and listening to yeah Irish yeah. folk music. Yeah. yeah. It's just like,
2: it works. If it works, it works. Yeah.
3: I, <laughs> Uh, this Ever since we started sitting in like ceremonies and doing some of these like ritualistic practices, people come with the craziest instruments. I had no idea what normal people could play mm. and were capable of singing. <laughs> like I it, sometimes it just like baffles me. Like last weekend, we were sitting with a new group. We don't know anybody. And I came in from outside from the fire and this lady was playing a harmonium and just singing with the harmonium, setting the tone and the, uh, the harmony. And she would sing the melody. Oh. And I was just like holy fuck. Like yeah. you're just a person that exists and <laughs> you can do that and you're just like, she probably sells fucking MLM. Like yeah, I don't, she's just <laughs> selling like skincare on the daily basis but this is what she can actually do. Hidden so, talents. Exactly. So that's, I don't know why. I've like, well, I just want to buy instruments and bang on them and see what
2: happens. I wish I did more of that growing up. Like I, mm. I played piano. My dad's a very talented pianist. He's mm. really talented. So I used to sit beside him and he'd play. This is like one of the only nice memories of my father, Mm. but that's a whole other podcast. Uh, (laughs) Used to sit beside. We could probably assemble a
1: a group for that podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: And he used to play, and I would sit there and listen and watch his fingers go, and then I would mimic what he's playing. Just I didn't know how to read the music, but I heard it, and so I could learn by seeing and hearing it. And I used to be able to play some of his pieces, um, and that was lovely. And so I played the, the piano for a bit growing up. And but I always wanted to play the guitar or something string. I've never really been a string instrument. I played the trumpet. Oh, in a ska band.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just immediately started skanking.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it was. Awesome. But, um, and I played, you know, the trumpet was fun, but it's not something that you like take to a party and you're like, hey guys. Yeah, no, it's watch not. Watch me.
1: Unless, <laughs> you're, unless you're Nicholas. I mean, he'll, he'll bring a little mute or something, but he, yeah. can, and and, oh, yeah. and he can play so gently.
2: Mm, yeah. And that that's, guy is, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You can mute that loud.
3: You do true. have an inclination turt like the reed stuff really gets me. Like the reed wind instruments are like, there's something about that. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes this weird thing that you're really attracted to. I had no idea how much I needed guitar and didn't realize that it, what it was that I was I, listening to. I feel like to
2: it. I have a bit of that. I was really mm. good friends with a cousin growing up and we were really close and he played the guitar so well and I was always mm. really envious and I'd always try but I was fumbly, I didn't yeah. have like the, and uh, and I never stuck with it and I really should have. I, and I grew up with music, like mm-hmm. I said previously, I spent a ton of time down in California while well, my uncle um, is Mesa Boogie. You know the amp company. Yeah, yeah. That's my uncle, oh, no, she- Randall Smith. So we spent a ton of time down there. So I, I was around musicians, yeah. and around jazz musicians, and his his talent was out, out of this world. Um, but I never, I just wish I stuck to one one instrument. I wish I was like guitar. I'm gonna do it. I'm I just think
3: stuck so. Tube also in retrospect, I go, well, I couldn't have. Like I, like it's an impossibility. Like I, I always. Well, now because I want to be good now, so I go. I know how. to time works and i'm just like well sure, i wish yeah. i did this 10 years ago so sure, that i could yeah. appreciate good my goodness now <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> like that's really what i'm mad about. i want to so, be good at this now it's
3: not and so if i just okay i can't change that but what i can is i could just start practicing now then yeah. in 10 years i'll be like man yeah. i'm so glad i started doing this thing when i understood that it was important to do because i could just figure out how to play this Yeah. Mouth harp. (laughs) The harmonica. Harmonica. Uh, Aaron's dad, uh, he is a phenomenal guitarist. Mm. And it's really irritating almost. (laughs) Like, it's so irritating because he's just like picks up a guitar and it's like. And he can do it. Not even a practice note. It's just like. And he goes crazy right off the get go. Um, And so he's been teaching me a little bit, like here and there, but he's almost a terrible teacher because he knows too much
2: well that's that's a thing so yeah. yeah
3: he knows way too much so if i'll ask him a question hey and it's a really like dumb question that <laughs> i should probably ask you know somebody who also just got a guitar <laughs> he'll <laughs> like he he's talking about like millimeters on the fret and like how to like bring the strings down to get it and i was like dude i don't even know like i know like
2: what is i don't even know what a fret is no yeah. <laughs> well i just like
3: i like i'm like I, I get you're saying something really profound and this will help me, but it means nothing to me. Yeah, you got to start lower. Yeah, exactly. I explained to him one time I was having trouble on acoustic guitar and he goes, yeah, you need, um, you for sure need nylon strings. And I was like, why? And he's like, you'll play more because it's not as aggressive on your fingers. Oh. So you get more time. So I was like, oh, I understand that. So I just went and bought a <laughs> yeah, nylon yeah, string guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's true. Like if I practice on a steel string guitar, I basically get... Uh, 45 minutes to an hour and then I can't play for two days yeah, yeah. but on I can play for two to three hours and I can play again the next day on a nylon string Yeah. so it's like the calluses is developing. small develop little program. things yeah. that can help yeah. so now you're practicing more which yeah. you know eventually leads
1: to maybe you'll get it done in nine years dust in the wind is coming <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> please record right, that dude. and
0: send
1: yeah. it
2: to yeah. me yeah well what was the uh, I told
1: easy you can't, can't sing you just just do oh, the guitar part. He can't sing
2: can... though. Like you can't sing. Well, I don't. You I, just I, don't want to hear. I him. Actually, I
1: don't know that. Oh, but I know that Kansas had a. You know, they just had. It was just had a singer. Yeah, okay. that's all he did. Right, right, yeah. Right. Okay. So you can't concentrate it. on it's true. it. <laughs> true.
3: Th- this uh, I think about this often because I am not a singer, but I think it's important to develop. For no, other, just sing by yourself because mm-hmm. I think it's in. Uh, I think it's really important to hear what you sound like. Have and you ever
2: recorded tr- yourself singing?
3: Um. No, thank okay. God. I think that's border- an interesting thing. It, yeah. I, I'm just gonna like. I thought if I did it, it would it would
1: feel like narcissism incarnate. So <laughs> okay. I didn't like. So I just no. It, it would only be if you recorded yourself singing, standing in front of a mirror. Now <laughs> that would be easy. making exactly. out full
2: eye contact. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
1: Jesus, Christ. it's like
2: are no, talking you about recording fears.
3: yourself There's staring at yourself. There's a fear that doesn't yourself. have to do with death, right there. It's like <laughs> yeah. it, that's a fear of existing yeah. as that person that is capable of doing such a thing. Yeah, mm. that's a real fear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. all right so,
1: so we have some stories about that kind of stuff so
0: bex Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i was born in uh, calgary uh, yeah, and yeah, i grew- <laughs> exactly
1: what were we talking about I, I i hit my head and i can't remember no i was thinking so um music and exposure to music as you were young was sort of a gateway to other art yes i'm guessing
2: i uh, yeah i would say so i think um actually this is really funny I found a bin of all my old art like I was I'm a pencil artist and I did a lot of drawing growing up okay Mm. using pencils and charcoal and pencil crayons and you name it and so that was always my drive was drawing and um I wanted to work for Disney actually when I was younger I was like that's my goal I want to be a Disney cartoonist like I'm gonna do it I want to be
3: a career fascist
0: I'm (laughs) just joking (laughs) 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 totally right (laughs)
2: I look back at that now and I'm like, i glad I didn't go down that path. But um, <laughs> but I drawing. Um, I think musically I was always quite talented and in, in, uh, surrounded by it. So yeah. I think that probably did feed into that. But I would say, yeah, like drawing, pencil stuff was where I started. And then it developed into a bunch of other different types of art. Because
1: um, I know when we were in Banff and you had mentioned that you had – been shooting pictures at one point and then you stopped and you came back to it and
2: yeah well it's um, so sorry
1: no no I don't have any more than that that was just me (laughs) that was that was an ellipsis dot 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 okay um Bex feel free to (laughs) fill in where I can't
2: (laughs) uh yeah when did I pick up my first camera years and years ago film camera kind of fell in love with it and then After I went to university, I was in a science program in university and I did the whole thing, graduated, got my degree, and I came out of it being like, I am not I'm not an engineer. (laughs) Yeah. I am not. Specifically Uh, I have a a hobby in it, but it's not me. Um so I went back to my art side and um went to photo school. So I went to a really intense um applied Mm -hmm. photography program. Um and it was a two-year program that was insane. (laughs) It was it was really good. I learned a lot. Um I came out of that. A photographer. So, really loving it again, um, really admiring black and whites. That was mm-hmm. sort of what I love to do, and, sh- and shooting people portraits. And um, um, went with that. And so, I did that for a bit in Ontario after that. And then, that's kind of where the move to out uh, west came. And so, I moved to mm-hmm. out west, and that's where my photography kind of fell apart. Uh, I moved to Whistler, and I thought that I'd really want to get into that career and that, but it was yeah. so cutthroat that I didn't have. <laughs> I just didn't (laughs) want to be... I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be the photographer fighting for this, this, this. I didn't want to be the photographer shooting skiing mountain... Climbing, it just wasn't me, so, so I, think I fell out of it. The so schooling it was...
3: format should be like you got to go to a vocation to understand that you're not that thing, mm-hmm. and then you got to go to art school to develop the general skills, and then you need to go to combat school to learn how to do business.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I missed the combat. part Yeah, most people do. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, and, and most people are like, wait, is,
3: what? Why are people so aggressive? I oh thought man, we're making pretty things it, together. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I think like the art. I don't know. I got maybe. It was confusing because I thought I was supposed to be shooting a certain way and I didn't like to shoot that way. I have a more of an artistic eye whereas it was very commercial where I went to school. It was like a commercial Mm -hmm. photography program. Uh, so I got a little confused. I think because they're just that.
1: trying to set you up to pay back your student loans. Totally, <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> <is> the shooting <laughs> toothpaste and like makeup
2: models or something. Like it's yeah. you, you move to the city and that's what you're doing. And a lot of the friends that I am still friends with from that schooling did go into film industry and did get into <laughs> that. And okay, it was awesome. But that wasn't me.
1: Yeah, like movie because yeah. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, movies. I mean, yeah, Ontario exactly. has great uh, government credits for making movies there. I mean, it it was the place for a long time, and then. Went to Vancouver, and I think yeah, I think yeah. Toronto's back though. It switched in
3: yeah in 2011. They had some weird, yeah, conservative switch where they lost funding to Vancouver or something, yeah. right? Um, so do you just to touch back on your um because you do really like portraits from mm-hmm. what, um and black and white portraits. Do you think your charcoal sketching has yep. to do with it? like okay? <laughs> and is this fundamentally true? Because I like black and whites too. Almost because we know that it's not black; it's anything but black and white. Yep. It's actually gray, but we call it the thing that it's not.
2: And it's more simple, I find. It's like I don't; I didn't add color to a lot of my drawings growing up at all, mm. and people would always be like, "Oh, why don't you add color?" And I just didn't want to. I think mm-hmm. it gives it a different meaning or mm-hmm. a different way you can look at it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I hundred percent. I think that's why I like in the black and white.
3: Yeah, uh, and so and then
1: you and I think in this era, like making a commitment to black and white um, is it's kind of a statement in the HDR mm. Photoshop layered hyper saturated mm-hmm. you know it all started badly with Fuji Velvia I think and then people <laughs> then people got computers and then it just got even worse Well, like that's not that's I not that color that it can't that if it was that color it wouldn't even grow Tom it couldn't and- be possibly be alive <laughs> if it was that <laughs> Me and uh, Tom
3: and Ken and I were sitting out looking at that book by Todd. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Too Far Gone. Uh, and we are talking about, you know, we, he was shooting film and we were just talking about what a great book it
1: is and like how awesome it is. Like, and how, he, started, he started on that trip with both a film and a digital camera. Yeah, he said the digital camera shit the bed like within a few
3: days. Film. Big and, surprise. And then we're talking about... <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about how like in photography, <laughs> man, it, books really are the only way to share the collective vision. Like, yeah, a print is really pretty and it's really nice, but it has to be hyper-specific to sell. Mm-hmm. And then in which case you have to... The time that it goes into producing, it, It's it, like, it's a hard economical burden to be able to like sell prints but books are such a a really good way of going about it and we're, anyway they started talking about uh ansel adams we're talking about perspective and composition as it, as it comes to photography and i was like thinking of an ansel Ad, adams uh, picture and uh tom corrected and i was saying In social media, when you fly through pictures, you're like hypersaturation. You don't, you're not attracted to a picture because it looks good. You're usually attracted to it because it looks different Mm. or, and it's standing out among things that are trying to stand out, which is eventually it's called, it's vulgar, like it's vulgar. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like, ah, it's like too harsh on its own. And so I started to explain this, like, well, you know, the classic stuff like Ansel Adams and, you know, because everybody knows him as a reference. And Tom stopped me. He's like, you know, just to be fair, he was the biggest perpetrator of editing photos before it was a thing. And he explained, like, the yeah. whole process. And I had
1: no idea. Oh, man. Did you see the original yeah, print of the Taos? He's like, They're New terrible. It's that, <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. I mean, or, or what you would look at, and you're just like, I wouldn't even have kept that negative. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. But. But he had in his head how to modify it, how it would
3: look. Yeah. Once he puts his dodging yeah. and burnings on yeah. it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool actually yeah. because i in the same way um i think that man there's a photographic style if you can capture what you see composition wise and get it to you know immediately be on the camera you're really good like mm-hmm. it, that's the most honest kind of photography you can be and i think most of the time i go well, I'm a dishonest photographer like i want to see what i can't actually see very honest of you right like i well <laughs> like i can't see black and white but i want to see black and white because it cuts all the sure. distraction yeah. out of it and it yeah. allows me to just see the thing for what it is which isn't reality
1: it's actually unreality but it's the truest form of unreality so staley mentioned something today and he mm. was doing one of his little q a's on the uh social media platform and um and i, I Somebody asked him about Workflow or whatever, and he said, yeah, I do most everything in the camera. He goes, if I have to spend more than 30 seconds editing, that's I've bad. fucked up. I shouldn't have pressed the trigger, is actually what he said. Right, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's really good. Ah, oh, Stanley, man, you're so much better than me. <laughs> I know, <laughs>
3: well. I talked about that with Third and Staley. They're on the camera so much that I think they have such an act. I mean, they can just find composition yeah. and an angle from anything, yep. and they're just so dialed in. And it's just like, well, I'm just such a like amateur that it takes me a while. And instead of trying to keep up and be honest on the portrayal of what i'm seeing on the photograph i just like ah, oh, i'm gonna make something artsy and make it weird and find the perspective and blow it out And <laughs> like yeah because it's the easiest thing to make it interesting
2: and it's cool nowadays it, it is, is cool
3: awesome. like it's the only kind of cool i can make because i suck <laughs> <laughs> but in, in in a sense there's like this conversation that goes back to what is so alluring about photography like portraits specifically like i've always been drawn to portraits because you you can capture in a person, and and it can captivate you. And it's I can't do that. In, I can't just stare at a person and look at the lines in their face. You're doing that right now to me, <laughs> kind of Stop. to show you how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> <laughs> but if you take a photo, yeah, I can like get close to it and get uncomfortably close to it. And I think that's what is so I don't know captivating. It's personal, but it's personal. Yeah, exactly. Like and and if it was a picture of you and I was staring at the picture of you, I'd be really uncomfortable. But also like man, I want to get closer to it. <laughs>
1: it was really so we were on this death valley trip that we'd mentioned before i mean I, we were six photographers yeah or something seven. basically seven yeah yeah okay so and we're out there and at some point we're seated uh in the afternoon someplace in the shade of trevor's truck and the awning and et cetera. and there's a bunch of us there and and bonnie he's like taking some portraits of me because i'd just mm-hmm. been out in the desert by myself for a little bit and walked back and I looked appropriately you were portrait worthy <laughs> yeah I, I looked appropriately disheveled apparently according to the portraits anyway and um and then Thurk comes up and just like puts the camera like right yeah. in front of my face and he goes, "I'm gonna do what Bonnie was too polite to do." <laughs> that's just like, "Yep, Thurk, that's fucking impolite right there." <laughs> yeah. That's nice, you know, the total, the, you know, the, the crop face, yeah. beautiful eye detail. I mean, they're they're really nice, yeah, but you do have to like so uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, you have to go there, get up in <laughs>
1: someone's stu- which
2: and not a lot of people can do that or are comfortable doing that, and Oof. so on either side of on either side, yeah, the, yeah. the
1: equation which. You know there were i thought, um, yeah, there's some really remarkable portraits in the strong back soft front exhibition,
2: mm-hmm. there thank you
1: and that that's why I was just like, aha, I know I'm going to point, I, we don't know each other. I'm just going to, I'm going to force
2: her to come and, to Salt Lake City. And not.
1: <laughs> no, the, the more interesting I'm thing was kidding. like, I'm going to see how comfortable she is in front of the camera. Oh yeah. yeah. It, which, cause, cause with Thurk, it, it was always been this discussion. He was always put his hands over his face or he'd look away or he'd just like yeah. move so fast that no shutter speed could stop it. You know, he's just like, like <laughs> no, I'm don't,
0: No, don't. Oh, that's a <laughs> like, good, that's a like, good tactic. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and now I know we're in incandescent light. <laughs> I, I'm gonna like, fuck with your color temperatures. I'm have a little bit of, you know, electric here, a little bit. Anyway, um, and now he's and on this last trip, he was like way better at, at it. But he's always felt really uncomfortable, you know, in front of the camera. Really comfortable behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, 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 which I thought was weird because I, like, you immediately were okay.
0: You're mm-hmm. just like, oh,
1: well gonna take my down jacket off so like i <clears throat> see my muscles <laughs> it's like perfect <laughs> it's just not uncomfortable in front of the camera clearly it, which um i, 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 I feel that's... like you have to be comfortable and thirk will you know dis- disagree with this i think you have to be comfortable in front of the camera in order to be able to stand behind it and have people in front of it like to to disarm them enough to make them feel comfortable that's a good word disarm the, them Um, make the shields down yeah
2: yeah you got to create a safe safe space like with all the women that I shot and I'm continuing shooting every single woman said I hate my photo being taken like I I don't Mm. want my photo so do the best you can kind of thing and it was um more just about
1: have you ever shot a portrait of someone who said oh I'm so good at this I love having my photo taken (laughs) like
2: well people like when in photo school there were people that were so used to that that they would would just be so themselves comfortable didn't say a word that's just them that's what they do They're models right they are so used to it um, Come on,
1: you're a model at a fucking photo school. That's like... Go ahead. Is, 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 I, I, I don't know. It's not quite into the line, but it does seem a little like, yeah, I tried the runway thing and then the catalog thing and then...
2: We're talking about small town Ontario here. Okay. <laughs> well, not too small, but uh, model, quote unquote. The, 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 yeah, which but it does people that are used and comfortable being behind the camera yeah mm-hmm. were or usually in front put, of i'm sorry yes in front yeah. of behind my <laughs> well, lens would you, so yeah <laughs> um yeah so yeah all the women almost all the women were quite uncomfortable but um most of them their guards like they dropped their guards down and they're laughing and in safe sp- space and they're yeah. just being themselves and it wasn't posed like nothing was hey stand this way like as there were suggestions like maybe left shoulder closer or and yeah. then some women really didn't want to make eye contact with the camera, which is fair. And um, some women, you know, had rough years and they wanted to, it to feel that through the image and so on. So you just have to sort of work I think with the, the person. The
1: <laughs> icon- I think the lack of eye contact, I think I commented on one, It was at Sarah? Mm-hmm. Who has is She's kind of turned down, down and, and three quarters back or one, mm-hmm. whatever. Like that was one of the strongest images to me in a way. A lot I, of people I mean, have said
2: that. Yeah.
1: Because there's like, uh, and I say strong, partially because it's not like, oh, I'm not seeing the whole. There's 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 something here. There's something kind of hidden. There's something mysterious. I want to know more. Um, and I think that's compelling in an image a lot of times, as opposed to just like, wow, here no, I am. Yeah, um, same.
2: I really. Uh, there were a lot of images that I shot. Um, obviously. I asked the women, like I showed them a bunch and said, okay, like which one are you comfortable with? This is Mm -hmm. your project too. I'm not going to just pick one that you don't want. Yeah. Um, Even though I really like it, there were a lot of, most of the women that they weren't looking, they weren't smiling. um, They had power in their, in their posture and uh what they looked like but they didn't l- like it but and they so, didn't like
1: the way that looked or the message too, that vulnerable, that, that, too
2: yeah. vulnerable and yeah. the whole project was about being vulnerable and they all were so courageous to do it and they all unloaded mm-hmm. all everything into their bio and well almost everything and um i really am proud of all of them for that and thank them all for being vulnerable with me and But I just, some of the images, I'm like, I just wish I could have used, you know, this one one or something. Because it just spoke so much. And I think if I was able to, there would be more than the few that really talk to a lot of people because you could see the person in that image, like, and what they were going through or. Oh, man, you're so much nicer than me.
3: I'd be like, no, I'm revealing the photo that I think is best.
2: I'm a nice person. (laughs) I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking, it's very very nice of you. Because I think think
3: about if you let me take the picture, (laughs) I get to pick which one.
2: There's some fairness in that, I think. Like you're the I, artist, you do what you want to do kind of. They're thing.
3: both they're both but you're right. It's like it's a really weird relationship that you have with I'm going to I want you to reveal this thing about yourself. But you're also revealing this thing about yourself. It's huge. This is kind of the conversation we were having last night um having to do with this. Um and we talked about it a little bit earlier because we're talking about driving and being antagonistic and like a sympathetic nervous state and mm-hmm. how aggravated you are because you're self-conscious, mm-hmm. right? I'm worried about my existence as my person, mm-hmm. you know, as my first person. Um, and the opposite is true of a parasympathetic state. You lose the sense of self, right? Like I'm, there's unity in there. There's like uh, singularity, What whatever you want to call it, atonement. Um, and that's where you reveal, when people stop being self-conscious, you're revealing the state of where they're relaxed. And then there, so there's this like nice balance where you want, that edge of where somebody is not too comfortable, yeah. but they're also uncomfortable. It's like the the in between state. But I'm I balancing think, there right now. Mm. <laughs> part of a part of a, <laughs> exactly.
1: Part of. But I think part of the portrait is um, to you know, as the subject of a portrait of a portrait, it's like I want to show who I think who I see myself as. Mm-hmm. Like if, so, I would think that you know, you go and say okay here's a few different options of you know which do you and then someone you know maybe the subject is going to pick the one that they okay I think this is the one that says the most about who I am and then you might drop the you know the other one the more sort of more conflicted one or something that is a bit more revealing in terms of depth and they're like but this is also you Mm -hmm, and so why is it that Mm -hmm. we want to show that like, Michael, if you were taking the picture, the the portrait, mm-hmm. you know, you just say, oh, fuck it. I'm using this one because mm-hmm. it shows what I see in you.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: I don't want the subject to say, oh, I like this one because it's what I as the subject want to present. I mean, the the whole contract of having your portrait taken is you are allowing the photographer to see see what they can see or yep. draw out of you what they can. Um Which I think is really hard. I I would have, I was going to say, I would have trouble allowing the subject to decide, but I am completely different with a female subject than with a male.
2: Well, I was going to say, too, it has a lot to do with, I think, the gender side of things there. I think...
1: um, I would never want to publish something that, like, oh, that will make you look bad or that will make you... Yeah, um, and I don't
2: know if it was about them looking bad, but I think it was about them being seeming vulnerable. I'm gonna put bad, yeah, gonna put bad in air quotes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Just yeah. you know,
1: subjective. Some something that you are uncomfortable with. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: well I I put myself where, in that position. So people are like, oh, okay, where was your photo? Like yeah. where's your bio? Why didn't why yeah. didn't you do that? And my excuse, it's my project. I didn't I yeah. don't wanna be there. But I think I if I look back and someone took a picture of me. Actually, Sarah took a picture of me and I'm like killing myself laughing and it's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, okay. that's nice. Uh, but um, <laughs> I think if, if there was a shot of me, uh, maybe not smiley mm-hmm. and more, I don't, I'm not saying frowning, but just not, I'm usually smiley. So I think it would be weird for me to see a picture of me frowning or not being that person I think I am, even though the person that's frowning, upset and depressed and has anxiety and de- is hour, there...
1: Hour 15 on the car ride yesterday, were you smiling? No
2: way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that, that would be the angle, like just in knowing uh, how to shoot people.
1: Yeah. I
3: think I would go for that immediately. I wouldn't want you to smile because it's like, mm. it's such a pleasant thing. You just I don't smile. I think I have Like resting it's so bitch natural, face, right? But no, I no, think... you don't at all, but, <laughs> not at all. But that <laughs> switch, like that's the switch Whew. I want to see is where, and it's just like, um, I mean, you see it sometimes when you just go off and think, you see other people kind of drift off and think. That face. That's the
2: face I like, yeah. And I had yeah. a lot of shots like that. Mm. I had a lot. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting project. I, I And I love it. And I'm, like I said, I'm continuing I do to describe
3: it. <laughs> It's like settling on discomfort. Like you're like, I'm so uncomfortable here, but Being I'm just going Being comfortable with settle. the uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people don't want to do that. I think.
1: But I think it takes time.
2: Oh, too. definitely. Yeah, so, definitely. and if
1: you've got like a 15 minute, you know, portrait session or however, you know, i like next You know I Obviously w- With that particular project it Didn't happen like that But mm-hmm. um But if you Have sort of a limited Amount of time And I've Like w- Like watching Clay You know so, I mean he's mm-hmm. a g- guy I mean he's Does a lot of Behind the scenes shooting For you know Big Hollywood film productions And that mm-hmm. kind of thing And to watch him Shoot portraits And what he, How he can qu- Just quickly Settle the subject mm-hmm. And get the shots done I mean Because a lot of times Like TikTok You know mm-hmm. Done filming for the day This person wants to be Gone, you know. Mm-hmm, you've got mm-hmm. like five minutes, maybe ten minutes max to get these portraits, and and uh, it's like, and he never fails. Yeah, he's pretty fucking he's so good. And I'm that's just like, great, yeah. how the fuck so fast? you just like, whew. I just remember on. And also, they're actors, though. So well, that's no, a no I, I mean, that's also <laughs> a different no, thing. But you know, I in think a way. my
3: favorite stuff of him is like <laughs> of the of the sideline where uh, we were in oh, yeah. Bulgaria and he was shooting. Um, so it was the three hundred. Uh, the second, uh, 300. Yep. Uh, Rise of the- I can't even remember what the fuck called. Cause they call it. Because they kept Battle of... Ant- I don't, was whatever. it good? Eva's movie. No, but, I mean, <laughs> it was a movie. Okay. They- <laughs> <laughs> the, I, there was some cool parts in it. <laughs> I can't really comment on the actual movie because whenever I watch the movie I'm thinking about what was going on behind the scenes sure. and our like relationship to people that were in the movie yeah, sure. and I'm yeah. kind of like or awesome like I feel <laughs> like the scenes that are like maybe they're not good acting I don't know I just really like Callan like he's a fucking awesome guy and whenever yeah. I see him my heart's like oh I like that guy mm-hmm. and then there's other people what's well, the exact opposite of that it's yeah. like a counterpoint it's like Oh, well, I
1: don't really like that dude yeah but he there he made a, my life hell for six months and, there's a moment fuck that guy there's a moment where
3: you're like <laughs> you're like uh, we were on uh it was kind of it was a weird day like they have crafty services so it's like all this weird food and they're always serving horse and telling us that it was beef and like that was the big joke oh, it was like guys we know <laughs> it's not beef and they like, no it's beef it's very good it's the best beef just a little tough <laughs> 185 <laughs> lever like it's <laughs> <laughs> so, like the price of everything in bulgaria um Uh, There was a day when the crafty set and we're kind of in between shooting and they had hired. I don't know the specific thing, so I don't want to get it wrong, but they were not. They were basically sex workers from what I understood as um, come down from Bucharest, if I recall. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, And they were using them as extras because there's topless girls and they need to be comfortable with that. And. Uh, okay, you're already talking about something that most people get wrong immediately because they equate nudity with sex and it becomes a weird drive and clay I was watching him he was able in front of a group of gaggling guys able to go in and like take these portraits of these sex workers and they're some of the coolest fucking portraits oh, cool. in front of a crowd of people looking and he was able to like connect with them. And reassure them Hey it's okay You can be vulnerable here Which you really can't You're in fucking You're naked in Bulgaria In front of a bunch of guys That is not the place Who are wearing leather underpants Yeah Yeah. that are just like (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is so uncomfortable And Uh. I watched him just Take a couple pictures And then I saw the pictures later And I'm like That motherfucker is
1: so good That's awesome God, Damn him (laughs) And he does that Happy birthday Clay Damn you All the time He does that all the time Time. Yeah. That's just what he's just really good at
3: connecting with people. Some yeah. people really, yeah. Yeah, have you watched the um the series on Netflix, the abstract documentary series that they talk to Platon, the photographer? Oh no, the portrait photographer, Re- like really good insight into somebody that shoots the most controversial characters in the world. Okay. Like, I mean, from Gorbachev to fucking, I don't. Uh, Everybody, like he's shot everybody, Mm -hmm. Uh, every sitting president that's alive, basically, Um, Mm -hmm. and then celebrities and whatever. And he talks about he has an idea of what he wants the picture to be like and how totally unimportant all those specifics are. And so he try he'll have his assistant set the lighting, test the lighting, and then he'll pretend that they're testing the lighting after they get there hey we're just gonna warm up and i just want to talk to you you know share my vision and while they're you know hey, there's gonna be flashes off just don't pay attention to it. and he'll set his camera here and every once in a while i was like hey are you okay i'm just gonna take a test and he will take a test and then we'll talk and he has this by the time they get ready to take the picture he's like thanks for coming and yeah. they're like <laughs> when did the he's like i already got it like that's the point it's a bait and switch yeah to <laughs> unguard people and he's like that's
2: I used that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was like I'm yeah. just gonna test the and do some like just testing and, talk, and some and of yeah. the some of the images I got from just testing mm-hmm. they were just like ah, yeah like oh it's, it's just themselves. a
1: test we'll just have to do the Larry oh we're, thing they're not here. gonna use that yeah. and say if yeah. we shoot the rehearsal it's is it a rehearsal, rehearsal?
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> It works Damn though. It, <laughs> it works because people just sort of can relax. But it's not the real thing. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. when we were talking very fluidly out there, and then yeah. all of a sudden we sat here and I'm like, oh god, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, my throat's so nervous, that. oh, and I don't
3: want to say the wrong this thing. This is a leather couch. I'm sweating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> people I'm, are I'm have not. A, it's cool. A Wrong idea about our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I really turned
1: the heat on in here. And yeah, it's it actually backwards. not that bad, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we try to like turn the heater off, just but mostly because it's because I'm Canadian. Yes. Yeah, I needed <laughs> cold water swimming. Actually, cause... <laughs> no, because it makes noise. It would...
2: Oh yes, okay.
3: Yeah. For the most part, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it is. A, it's a weird that that person to person thing was always. It kind of came. Well, I had to come naturally as I shot like model stuff. I was like, uh, work for modeling agencies, and you just have like you do cattle calls, and you'll have in a single day you shoot three to four looks with twelve to fifteen girls. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just do the math, and you're like, fucking. Uh, a, yeah you said all right let's get this over with. so you have to a really fast way to like actually be genuine mm-hmm. um and i never realized it was just like me not wanting to do a bad job that was like well it just means you need to connect with people very quickly and try to be understanding mm-hmm. i think it is so i always like to see how other people do it because if I think they,
2: that's part of the reason why i didn't go into it professionally mm-hmm. and, and into like because i didn't want it to be like oh god i gotta take pictures i have to try to pretend to connect yep. with this person mm-hmm. to take this shot like I that was really unappealing and a lot of people I went to school with and a lot of people that continued with it did that because mm-hmm. they could and that's what they wanted but I like pulled away from, I want it to be yeah. like my project I guys did and I want to be super personal and I want to talk to them for mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I, I, was just, I don't think I was cut out I was using like those
3: that. cattle calls as like well, I want to do, I want, I separated them. Like, I'm getting paid to practice. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, I was making a good day rate and practicing lighting and setting up. And, you know, every once in a while, I'd meet somebody. I'm like, yeah, I want to shoot them later.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
3: so we would exchange, and that would give me a model for something that I actually, like a big project that I wanted to accomplish. And so it was really useful, but it was disingenuous for the most part. Because I was also like, well, fuck these people. They have some (laughs) weird belief that they're going to be some super famous model. They're so egotistical that they think that this is their opportunity, and they're just everything's going to come free, and they just don't. Well, whatever. Yeah, somebody's yeah. going to take pictures of them. I might as well practice. Yeah,
2: yeah. I guess <laughs> I, yeah.
3: now yeah. I say it out loud. It's probably a super dick thing to like, <laughs> <You> do.
2: <laughs> kind of sound like a dick, but, yeah. but also cool. in the same. Like I didn't. <laughs> I felt more. Bad, but I understand what you're saying. I
3: felt more bad for the like the young models because it was usually their parents pushing on them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my you know. Ooh. 14 year old daughter is skinny and tall and it's like well that doesn't equal model but every once in a while you're like I mean this happened I, this happened the other day Um, you know Heber Cannon yeah so he's a director produces a bunch of films does a bunch of stuff he's been a, a guest on a podcast Um, I, I hadn't met his wife until the other day okay and I walked up I was like hey I'm Michael I know you know Heber and she goes oh shit she's like Blevins and I'm like uh-huh She's like, I, I was, you shot me a long time ago and did my hair. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, you and your sister. Like, I totally remember. Oh, once that's a, But she had changed a whole bunch. I mean, yeah, when yeah. I met her, she was like 14 and they sent her to Tokyo. She did a lot of work all mm-hmm. over the place. And I remember she was one of the girls that came back from Japan. And I went to touch up her hair for, I think it was a shoot that we were doing. And I was looking at her haircut and I was literally like, I can't cut your hair. And she's like, why? And I was like, whoever cut this is really fucking good. And she's like, oh, yeah, it was some weird Japanese guy that's some master. And he told me a name. And I was like, oh, my God. He's like the best hairdresser in Japan. Like, I literally, I'm like, I'm not touching your fucking hair. She's like, that's really weird that you can see that from just looking at it. I was like, yeah, you can see it. And so I refused to cut her hair. Yeah, I was like, I refused to cut her hair. And so she ended up, I think we got in an argument about it, but. It was a really, it was kind of every once in a while you do run into people. It was like that. She was a genuinely nice person. I shot her a bunch. I feel kind of bad that I didn't recognize her right off the bat, but it has been 12 or 14 years or something (laughs) since we were both like young and stupid and trying to like think that we were important. Yeah.
2: Oh, that uh, was dead air. Okay. I know. That was weird. I was,
3: weird. I was <laughs> just waiting. I was just saying, like, just, where does it go from there?
1: Where does it go from there? Like, I was just going to say, hey, let's talk about head injuries. <laughs> oh. <Of course. laughs> Being Speaking young and of stupid air, is the yes, segue, I guess. And head. <laughs> Ooh, head's <laughs> um, I mean, you're on a sort of mountain biking, rock climbing trip right now. Yeah,
2: Ish. yeah Yeah. the run away from snow oh, oh yeah. the run away from snow to find snow, snow. Yeah. Salt Lake to run is a really weird snow. place for that yeah. well this is just a stop oh <laughs> uh, okay yeah yeah
3: yeah, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll, if you go down <laughs> snowed at my house we got two oh, inches man, last night dumping oh no, dumping hmm.
2: where we were staying yeah
3: yeah it happens, <sighs> so uh, what kind of climbing and what do you
2: yeah my climbing career can I call it a career I I don't know I'd, can you call yeah. something a career if you don't get paid to do it? We well, you yeah. paid to climb. I guess there's, I'm, there's I'm a climber. Career, okay.
3: so, there's careers. Wait, there's did career you, wait serial hang on.
1: Did you ever get a free, p- like a t-shirt from a climbing gear company or something?
2: Uh, well, I work for a climbing company right now. So, so you're count? sponsored. <laughs> so you're, you're. Okay, cool.
1: No. No. Well, no, because that's actual work. True, yeah. Because you're actually.
2: Uh, representing. Representing. What, the, climb,
1: what yeah. does career mean then?
2: Something you do? Uh, it,
1: I mean, is it based on?
2: Hey, now Siri. I have to look
1: it up. I'm just like, "Hey Siri." I, I yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's a, if, if. Uh, I gotta be. If specific. you have to get a paycheck in order to call yeah, it, yeah, i don't know, But, not. but, but generally, it is associated with some kind of profession. But you've been climbing for some since, since you I
2: was like, 18, moved out west. Yeah, uh, no, before then, in okay. university. Uh, pre, oh, right, pre, because university. yeah, rattlesnake.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> no,
3: it's a course, oh. <laughs> especially a swift one. Oh. That's one. I mean, there's obviously a bunch. I'm of on a swift course of sw- climbing. Exactly. In my life. <laughs> so the archaic. I love this probably the best. A charge at full speed.
2: Sometimes that's how so. I climb. Yeah, you t- could t- be
3: a career <laughs> climber. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot of careers actually. Um, charging. <laughs> just full charging speed through at all, life. Oh my thing, god. Yeah. Uh, hands in a lot of pots. Um, yeah. Started when I was 18ish. Okay. But it ebbs and flows. It was never something. Constant up until probably the last seven years, it's been very constant in my life. Yeah. And
1: mostly, I mean, if you're in Canmore, you you have to go climbing, and then we have to, to like kind of dig the cold.
2: Yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, so, seven years of. I mean, you ice can't climbing. always go to the back of the lake. No. Or, well, you could, but yeah, <laughs> Um yeah. So it, mo- I would say mostly, to be honest, mostly sport. Like that's the easiest form, I guess, yeah. that I could do and have re- be readily available to do it. Um but yeah, ice climbing in the winter. Um 7 years of that, I guess. And I'm starting to think I don't really want to do it anymore. <laughs> but uh <laughs>
3: What what about <laughs> it? Cuz obviously
2: hands. Yeah. I have Raynaud's.
3: Okay.
1: Uh
2: yeah. so my hands get really cold. Um they've gotten mm. probably significantly so worse in the last four years. Did you start ice
1: climbing without leashes? Or did you start at a point with and use them? With out So Okay, leashes. imagine how bad it would have been yeah. with Raynaud's to start and then leashes on yeah. tools. Yeah. Anyway, anyway I, just, yeah. I just think now, it's like, it, it, not that it's easier or better or whatever, but, but it's... It's
2: unpleasant. It's more just it's, the unpleasantness. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ice climbing in general is pretty unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's I, very yeah. suffering. Well, there are days where you're like, this is fantastic. And it gets yeah. you places that are absolutely beautiful and you can't believe you're there and... It's it's amazing, um, but uh, what was the question?
1: <laughs> no, there there wasn't. It was just mo- n- sort of more about climbing, and, and, and in the in sense general. where it t- I didn't want that question to lead back to anything. But I think part mm-hmm. of the, the 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 ease of the portrait project mm. came from this shared activity. Yeah. the fact that you are a climber, that all of your subjects are climbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of them fresh to it, some of them have been doing it for a really long time. It's to to varying degrees, uh, obviously, but but having that, uh, you know, there's sort of the immediate shorthand. You don't have to, um, like try to make a relationship in Mm -hmm. a really short period of time in order Mm -hmm. to get the portrait that you want, because there is this Mm -hmm. underlying sort of understanding in a way that okay, we do this activity, and I
2: being female uh, too, I think all of us had quite a bond, yeah, because we share. Similar views on crag etiquette or you know, yeah. just the woes of being a woman sometimes, uh here and there. Um and then that would made it really easy. How
1: do you feel about dogs at the
2: crag? Dogs at the crag. Yeah. Uh tied up, away from the wall <laughs> and not laying on ropes. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're great. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, That's a comment. That, so, so <laughs> I, I asked you, how do you feel about dogs at the crag? You were talking <laughs> about dog owners at the crag. <laughs> that's being the problem, <laughs> which is also my problem. Dog owners. It, it I think that's. Be.
2: I I love dogs. Yeah, yeah. But I, I little... think dog owners are the issue.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: in every mind. in the world. In the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't it's... ever
3: think that. That's not even a distinction that I ever think that there. Uh, when you because I haven't brought Lambert to a crag really. Right. I, but I, in my head, it would just be like, oh man, I don't want to put him at risk or anybody else at I'm risk. So that. In yeah. my head, he goes in this one spot totally. where he is safe and everybody else Especially is safe.
2: Especially
3: ice climbing. Ooh, uh, yeah. Oof. I've
2: seen like Jesus. things fall down and dogs oh. being quite close and being like, hey, yeah. they don't know what's coming. They don't understand. No, they have no <laughs> idea. So yeah, it's unsafe yeah, for the pet. Ice.
1: And the dog's like, that's not my name. Yeah. There's no refrigerator. I can't fetch anything here. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's more about the safety of the yeah the of, dog, the, I of, think. of the animal more than yeah. anything
1: sorry i, I kind of
3: no that's had actually hijacked that no because that's cause... really interesting actually uh, it's a i've never thought about it but whenever i bring him anywhere my first thing is like his safety is first totally and yeah. then other people's is second which i think is also funny because there's gym etiquette with dogs like there's certain gym if they hey you can bring your dog i'm still really like well what do you mean
2: Yeah, like where does the dog go? Yeah, Yeah. in
3: in most cases, just because, well, he's fine. Like he's grown up in a gym. His first day with us was in a gym for eight hours. And like he's always been around weights falling. He knows where not to be. But there's also things that will set him off where like if an alarm goes and it's a mm. high-pitched buzzer noise he'll run sure he's just like that is a fire alarm to him and he runs outside <laughs> like this is what he does he's so smart <laughs> boy. for sure yeah. it, it happened at the red bull house the fire alarm went off when we were obviously cooking and he was just gone Aww. and i was like oh shit the fire alarm went off i was like where's lambert he was at the end of the block sitting waiting oh, for us good boy and I was like, God damn it. I was like, he's so good. It pisses me off. But it's also like, man, I don't like, don't like him out of my sight. Like yeah. wherever we're at, he's with us, but I always know where he's at. Like yeah. he's always kind of like, yeah, he hovers like, you know, I can feel him. And I don't, I don't think other people have that sensitivity with their dog In no. most cases.
2: Or th- I, yeah. No.
3: It's happened here where people bring their dogs in. They're like, oh, it's cool to bring dogs. And I'm like, just seeing a dog here doesn't assume that your dog is cool here.
2: Well, and that's anywhere. I yeah. Think, like, there's a lot of breweries that allow dogs. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. A lot of coffee shops allow dogs. But it's a certain dog. Like, you can't just, yeah. I think the dog has to be pretty well trained. Yeah. Even if mm-hmm. you, yeah.
1: And, 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 and as an owner, taking your dog into that situation, like I was, we were in Moab on Monday, and uh, I went to breakfast, a place I usually go because you can sit outside on the patio. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and there's a number of dogs there. And so it's just like, all right, well, I'm not going to set my Akita down next to your, you know, a, <laughs> to, yeah, to another female yeah. of a similar, you know, totally. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, and the other day it was great. Cause there's a guy there and he's got like a two or three year old intact male German shepherd. I think Sparkle's having her first heat cycle right now. So it was a little intense, you know, it was a little bit Aww. intense in the beginning or whatever, but <laughs> I'm just like, okay, because I walked out, and I saw, and I said, hey, is your dog male or female? And he said, male. I'm like, okay, cool, because yeah, yeah. she'll get along, mm-hmm. but if it's another female, maybe, less, be a little, maybe yeah, less so, or a whatever. Rough. So you need to be sensitive to it.
3: Well, it's yeah. so funny that we think of warfare as a masculine feature, and yet- <laughs> we're better at it it has such a feminine quality <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we're way better at it we're way better at it <laughs>
2: do you have dogs do I yeah Darren has a dog Evie we, is her name Evie oh. she's really beautiful and I'm extremely allergic to her so oh really <laughs> yeah I grew up with dogs um, and I also grew up with an extreme dog allergy and so, <sighs> so it's, it's a love hate yeah but I, I love dogs and I'll always be around them yeah, I just yeah. have to medicate myself yeah, Do you just make it? sure you wash okay. your
3: hands. Certain times, don't let them. Yeah, you know. yeah,
2: I just don't touch my eyes. And I have no. asthma, so it like yeah. triggers the you breathing Yeah, you can thing. really feel it. Yeah, and it sucks. Um, it's definitely stopped me from getting a dog. Actually, we just ran into a friend who had a um, Australian Doodle, Aussie Doodle. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Like cute. ridiculously cute. Muppet okay. looking dog and really yeah. good personality And great personality mm-hmm. And intelligent And also like Somewhat hypoallergenic so Yeah a little bit I would, That's where I would Gravitate towards my breeding Yeah
3: the doodles Are supposed to be Completely uh, Especially the uh, There's one of them That's supposed to be Like for people Who have allergies To dogs Yeah It's um,
2: really The double
3: doodle I the think double. Is, <laughs> The double <laughs> doodle Isn't that just <laughs> a, a poodle, poodle? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think I it's I feel like if, that's just a poodle. I think it's if they Um, I could be totally wrong Um, But I understood it as they bred it with a golden or a lab, and then brought it back to breed with a doodle, oh. a, a poodle. So it's a it's a labradoodle that is bred with another poodle, as opposed to so a you get more more, doodles. more, more doodle. So that's why they call it a double doodle. Interesting. <laughs> but I don't the, fucking know. Like uh, that's not my dog.
2: The double doodle. Well,
3: yeah, they're just they're just kind of quirky looking. I think they're really they adorable. look like muppets. Yeah, they really do. There's they're just like, like
2: floppy and curly and like but they're so smart. They look dumb, but they're, they're smart.
3: No, they're really smart dogs. Yeah. Um, I think if they're not mixed with labs, Oh, I, I they, love labs. I, because I grew up with like labs, but they're stupid, adorable. They're really dumb dogs. Um, they can not be, loyal. You know, eat anything, chase anything, love on anything. Yeah. They're just like,
1: yeah, I was texting some guy last night. He's sending me a copy of his book. Um, he had, he had written, um, after, and uh, a previous Akita that he had owned um, had passed, and he was. He said, "It's my first book, and I wanted to sort of write something about the bond that you know he had with my wife, and that oh. kind of thing." And and so we were talking, and and got a little bit into the discussion of the breed, and uh, and I said, "Yeah, if you are totally down with like being snubbed every now and then, you know, yeah. and uh, you are willing to, you know, to to trade, you know." To, to accept that in exchange for periods of immeasurable loyalty mm-hmm. and aggressive affection,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know every now and then you're gonna get ignored, yeah, you know, but it's just the breed it's just the breed, and yep. that's I'm just like that's I totally dig that like yeah. oh to you know i get you get eleven seconds of petting and then you're gone, that's just yeah. like the countdown you know the the sparkle countdown kind of thing mm-hmm. I
2: feel like that's evie must yes. be some. Some Akita, because she's like that too. You'll be like, mm. oh, and she'll be really cuddly and sit on you. And then she's like, okay, I'm done. I'm and done. then you can't and touch I'm her done. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: she's yeah. like, I don't Long want to be touched. nope.
2: Nope, That's it. I'm good.
1: <laughs> Just needed to check in.
2: Yeah. And now
3: yeah.
1: I'm going to go, uh, Yeah, uh well, look for something to kill, probably.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some other dog. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> some yeah. animal of some sort.
2: Yeah, totally. That's
3: a weird one. I don't, yeah.
1: Yeah, this guy was telling me that, Um, I think it's his current Akita at some, some point, because You know, Sparkles recently realized that a squirrel might be a fun sort of toy, (laughs) maybe or maybe a meal. Or she's right. She's she's, yeah. And this guy was saying, yeah, the. Turk is this dog's name. The first time that Turk got a squirrel, like, you know, shook its head, shook its head and like tossed it in the air and it landed still alive on his back. Oh, shit. And on to the dog's watch, back? Yeah. Oh, and God. then still like hung on for dear life. It's eight <laughs> seconds. <And> then, <laughs> it exactly. Like total rodeo stuff. That's style. Calgary style. Was, yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> and he said, yeah, watching the acrobatics of, Him trying to get the squirrel off his back was amazing. Oh man! (laughs) Like, okay, this is good. (laughs) I can hardly wait. (laughs) Squirrel riding an Akita. There's
3: a YouTube video out there somewhere. I'm sure. I imagine so, or I wish. (laughs) So, uh, like, I was trying to paint kind of a broader. I was trying to understand like how you came to photography. I think that's pretty clear. And how obviously you're drawn to like nature and this wood stuff. How how do you think about incorporating it all? Is that because you do a pretty good job? Like, how do you like? you're finding your way you're going climbing you're going riding you're taking pictures then what is the like
2: did you say writing or riding
3: riding like mountain bike riding oh, I you
2: said I'm like I don't write that well <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that Sometimes. would be a random guess if
3: it but yeah
1: um yeah riding riding um yes. so where's what's the common thread i mean this is like if people ask me about what our mm-hmm. project what nonprofit what is it and i said well we're I think we're exploring the intersection of art
2: and action. Mm. You just took the words right out of my mouth.
1: And then, so I just want to know where that intersection is yeah, though, for okay. you. Because, and it's also sort of a, ma- in a marriage of digital and analog. Because I think it's super important to preserve the analog, hence the books and the scenes and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but, so there's there's two things that maybe we view as being different, but that really aren't. I mean, I no, think, um, you know, some of the, gr- you know, the the greatest artists that I'm familiar with or ones that I may gravitate to or, you know, whatever, are people who also were very physical mm-hmm. in some way. Mm. And I've not always been able to identify what makes both because there's also great artists who are just, you know. Coming out of the opium den every now and then. Yeah, but or, I don't... Like, get some shit done and but go back. But I don't get... <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. Like,
3: I don't... I'm like, I don't know how that works without being, like, physical in your body and experiencing...
2: No, I can't do that side of the art. I... Hmm. I that's... You mean the opium? That, <laughs> <laughs> the non-activity no, just, <laughs> side of art. Uh, I, I think that's a question I ask myself probably every day. I don't know... Hmm. I don't know how to... How they connect. And I think for a really long time, I know for a really long time, that um, my art was lost because of the activity side of things. Uh, my art fell to the wayside because I got so involved with being outside in the mountains. Like and that's what consumed. I did with my consumed consumed by it. And to the extent my free that time it, was that then. Yeah. When, but when do I had mean, free time yeah. I didn't even do art.
1: this uh, was it because the sorry no um, yeah go for it was it because the the, do you think that like that you were sort of consumed by the mountains and the activity and that and that drained all of the creative energy like took it used it for something else
2: maybe maybe yeah Uh, i think it's if we can really dig deep i think it's about confidence thing a a self-confidence thing with me being like well I don't know if my art's worth it. I don't know if I have time for it. Do I really care? I'd rather go climbing. I'm going to go ride my bike. I, or Interesting. I have all my art stuff sitting out. Like I've got the paper and the easel and the paint's there and my camera's there. And, you know, here's my computer and <laughs> my pencils are here. I have a pencil tattooed on my arm to remind myself to do art. And it's it's been hard to pull art back. It's in my face. Hmm. But for me to sit down for half an hour, four hours, whatever, and do art is like it's really hard for me because my brain goes to be like, no, you want to be out in the mountains go. (laughs) So I I don't know how I, okay.
3: I kind of have, well, it's it's similar on the same vein, basically. I mean, maybe it's the the same actual inherent question is like how, like you've described as a self-conscious thing about value. But I think about it as in, am I stopping the experience in order to collect and gather and make something of the experience before the experience is over? Like, the mm-hmm. the thing in nature or the effort that i'm having that's inspiring the thing that i think would be the artistic uh manifestation of that i like if i stop right now and do that then i'm missing the thing that's informing yeah. that yeah. so i constantly have this like do i continue or do I, like i always continue but then at the end i'm like well now i'm spent and i like <laughs> yeah. now i can't
2: yeah time's up Don't, no more time for me to do the other thing that I'm building. But what's more important
3: yeah. is like giving... Uh, and I I, I have to say that the experience is the more important part. Like people will find their own... like, Because all we're trying to, I think, rationally do is like to share the experience by producing art. Mm-hmm. That is somehow a glimpse of what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm worried about the message rather than having something to relay, then obviously they're convoluted like i think that's where you get mixed up with like now oh now i'm selling and now i'm constantly a content influencer or whatever Mm
0: -hmm. i'm just (laughs) not even close
3: to that extreme but you know where i'm going with it yeah where like life just becomes kind of self-referential where it's like you don't know where the boundary of experiencing it and and relaying your Mm -hmm. experiences
2: yeah i think that's yeah that's right
3: I've not. I just like, struggle. I did I it think today. That's I, I mean, I was running today on a track, and it was like such a great run, like effort. It was like the music's really good. Nobody's talking to me. I don't have anything else to think about, and I was like, suddenly, a lot of like concepts and ideas have been working out. Have been really like coming out lately, um, and I'm like, oh, I should stop and write that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, I should, but like. I'm still having this experience that is profoundly good mm-hmm. and even if I miss the the thing, well either way, I miss. And so I kind of have to stay in stay it. Stay in the one thing. And it, yeah, it's a, it's a constant battle. But by the time I get here, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking about? I can't remember oh, anything. I'm th- I think I'm pretty similar with that. Okay. Like, very similar. Yeah. God, it's frustrating. Great
2: ideas come up, but you're doing other things that are great as well and you don't want to <sighs> Yeah, stop. or a
3: concept or a thought. Yeah. And it's yeah. like p- worded perfectly. And I go, oh, that's <laughs> it. And then like I get done. I'm like, I have no idea
1: how I worded that. It was terrible. <laughs> Or it was perfect, depending on what it is. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, because I'm just going to try and find (laughs) one, you know, because I wake up in the middle of, you know, if I'm lying there not able to sleep, that's usually when it happens for me, but I always write it down now.
2: I need to get in the like habit of that just be, just writing just, writing yeah. more things down, like just
3: do you know what helped is I have a now, and i I've been trying to like bring it with me as a just a notepad with a pencil that's right on the side yeah and smart. I've started to try to just write without looking at what I'm writing, well, you're okay. running no no, 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 <laughs> like sleeping or in the dark or, or, the oh, dark yeah, or yeah. Yeah. whatever, and yeah, yeah. I ended up like even like closing my eyes and just drawing something to see yeah. and, and like writing words, and it's really. I'm shocked at how good it comes out. Like, yeah. I would think it's just scribbles on a page, but later the next
1: day, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is an
3: this actual. This is brilliant. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. that's good.
1: Um, sometimes it's not worth waking, like, it's not worth writing sure. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, this note, I, it doesn't, I could probably figure out with some data, like, when this was written. I'm guessing it's late at night sometime. <laughs> Metadata Prob- notes. probably didn't need to be written. I probably did not need to wake up and type. There's no ceiling to the sky. I don't know that <laughs> that's going to ever be useful for me in the future, but oh. apparently at the time it was
2: important. I can sky's a maybe... limit, but it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it,
2: uh, I don't know. It, yeah, I, it's, I, at the moment it made sense. So.
3: Yeah, yeah, that, in, yeah exactly. Hard. Yeah, I, I mean, even yesterday while I was, maybe it was the day before, I was mopping and I'm like mopping out in the gym area. And it's like, you know, it's black floor. People come in through the leaves. There's going to be footprints or whatever. But this particular wake, I, I think I've mopped like four times. And I was like, God, I really need a sign. And I was trying to think in my head how to make a sign that is not a dickhead thing. But I am a dickhead. Like I'm kind of an asshole and I'm okay with that. Like in, I like it the way I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I just like don't fuck up my floor but I don't want to be that aggressive because that's like that's not me um, and I was like how to word something like please wipe your feet that's for sure not me um, <laughs> and I landed on th- and this is like while mopping I landed on this which is um, sometimes or if what if the only difference between out there and in here is noticing what you dragged in please wipe your feet it's a big sign Did you make
2: it Yeah I was gonna say Where's that sign But <laughs>
3: that's me too I'm, I say more than I need to I'm not sure, yeah. really trimmed down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've worked really
2: hard To like trim myself down So yeah. I don't Yeah But good for you I like it <laughs> <laughs> Just re- keep going Just
3: keep going Yeah I don't, like I probably need to get better At leaner sentences See that would not have
1: fit In the old Twitter limits,
2: Right
0: there <laughs> Mm,
3: Hundred. No, no,
2: if you can get that down to
1: one forty, yeah, you're golden. Dude, you're, then you're then that's a sign. Yeah, I could. I, I, <laughs> if I write it out, I'll be able to edit. I can't
3: edit okay. in my head. I have to like play visually. Play. Edit. Yeah, visually. Edit. Yeah, but Same at least way. you remembered while this you were time, mopping. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, you do not have to
3: stop. Write it down <laughs> Write it down and Some then... things you don't have to And others I'm like I will never remember How I <laughs> phrased that thing And then others Like last night I went home And I drew for basically an hour Like a concept We were talking about Yesterday having to do With photography mm-hmm. In fact, uh, The I'll just explain it because
0: what <laughs> yeah. better way I mean, to what's try better? to
3: work out a concept that you are not done working out um, than to record it and then, to then the, send it out into yeah. the world. Totally. And, and to try to it explain did. it to a total stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <see>? <laughs> I like it. Um, so there, I've had this question. It's come up a couple times, but I've, you know, we know first person perspective because I like things written in the first person. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was asking for a bio from Keegan so he could like update the site. And I said, hey, write this in the first person. And he sent it to me in the third person, which is of somebody else's perspective talking about him. And so I was like, I should just fuck with him and send him... No, no, I meant the second person. (laughs) Write it from the second person. And then I started thinking about, we don't know what that is. So first person is me. Third person is you. But the second person is me too, actually. So that... That is the duality of consciousness. There's mm-hmm. me, and then there's my perception, uh, perception of me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's yeah. the driver or the agent or however you want to uh, discern those two, um, but they are the same. And when they mesh together, that becomes atonement. Like mm-hmm. that's singularity.
1: That's. Um, that, but I just that, want to start writing in the second person. I do too. Uh, and I don't know how to do that. Like I just Mark, do. I start making shit up. So Mark,
0: <laughs> Mark <laughs> really like,
3: likes my applesauce, or like it, Michael really likes this. Is it, it from the second? person which is me which is the redundancy it's self-referential that's why it's it's a contradiction by nature okay so so there
1: there is a professional basketball team here in salt lake yeah there was a there was a a guy who you know took that team all the way to the championship at some point Mm -hmm. by the name of carl malone yeah and i believe he was actually kind of famous for man like, yeah second person second person or you know carl malone says yeah oh, no. like and it's actually him saying
3: <laughs> that carl yeah. malone yeah, yeah, says yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and
1: like that oh that,
3: there's is a isn't that like
2: yoda kind of talking about himself yeah well
3: yeah you run into this paradox where the person it's self-referential <laughs> yeah, right which is yeah. like the whole premise of consciousness is i am a strange loop or if i say a sentence that you know will fuck most people up i go this sentence is false well, if you were to believe that sentence was true, it would be false. But if you are believed it, it was a lie, well, then it was also true. Right. See, so self reference is
1: what gets you. I think that's how Spock tricked
3: that <laughs> robot
1: <laughs> on that one episode of Star Trek. Right. Yeah, totally right.
3: I forgot all about that until now, but that's
1: actually perfect. Yeah. Oh, the, cool.
3: uh, there was a sign for everything episode. That I say is a
1: lie. Yeah. I'm lying. Yep. And then the robot Just fucking Yeah Stuck If I just like Got Into some Circuitous Thought pattern That overheated It's little circuits
3: if <laughs> nothing else humans are really good at carrying contradictions and being mm-hmm. okay like machinery and ai can't carry contradictions yeah. they bug out and stop and so we just kind of like oh well i'm this walking contradiction i'm just living my best life
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys didn't see the robot movement there but no, I was yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
3: well that's most humans just start moving animated <laughs> like so the um I forgot. Oh, the the, uh, the Seinfeld episode of the guy that talks about him in the second person. So I've anyway, this concept has come to me about like most people not recognizing that they don't understand that the first and second person are them mm-hmm. and that the third person is the observer, yeah. but they have their own observer. And so this has to do with your nervous state as well. Right. So we talked a little bit about it. Like my first person. I just want to see this diagram because... It's weird. Um there's circles and spheres <laughs> and, and all sorts of geometry Lines. that goes along with it. Well, yeah, because I <laughs> like connecting. how I have to understand are it. there colors. No, fuck Thank no. Thank god. No. That would not confuse somebody <laughs> with that it's shit. There's scales <laughs> of gray. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Achieved by pressing harder with the pencil or yeah, or shit. like
3: <laughs> As I become more irritated by my own 60. contradictions, it gets darker. Yeah. They uh, <laughs>
1: okay and that's our podcast
3: for the day folks <laughs>
0: thanks for having me guys I'll, uh... <laughs> okay, and on that
3: note i'm going
1: to drive in fear southward <laughs> yeah
3: <the laughs> um so on this concept like trying to think about um the concept of how we first observe ourselves first and second person and third per- and being observed and how we become self-conscious and really what we're aiming for to change our state is to be unself conscious is to remove the fear or the observer and the observed, and right. that is what most um so at one moment yeah yeah it mo- most practices whatever. of like deep breathing and pranayama and all these things elicit our atonement are mm-hmm. which at uh, i feel at unity is singularity with one thing, and it has to do with being in a parasympathetic state, which is the removal of your conscious self mm-hmm. right ego depletion or whatever it's not that one is good and one is bad, we're usually sold that. Like, oh, you got to kill your ego. No, you don't. No, you don't, yeah. Duality is important. I need the first and second person. I just need to observe them and collapse them from time to time totally. to make sure that they still exist separate from themselves, but also are able to mash to co- and be at one. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the concept.
1: There's drawings involved. Um, and... Okay. This is something I needed... To, uh, I. I was going to write, I was going to text, you know, a note to myself while I was driving mm. because it came to me, but then I didn't because, you know, texting and driving, that's a total dick thing mm-hmm. and it's unsafe for cyclists and, you know, blah, 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 you shouldn't probably do it, but I figured I was going to forget. And now you've just reminded me, I oh, need you nice. to make a diagram <laughs> <Okay>. for me. <laughs> Lots Should I take of circles. Notes? <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know the bumper sticker that says coexist, but it's all the different sort of uh-huh. religious symbols? Yeah. Can you make a bumper sticker that says, eat a dick, but uses all of those different kind of symbols so that when people look at it, they think it says coexist, but it doesn't?
2: I would put that on my car. I'm just I, oh God. Well, we're, we are making
3: a line of bumper stickers, so I think we will I, be able to figure this out. I think we should. Because um, we've already done the twitching that looks semi-cyrillic. Well, so we Big have note. one that people don't know about yet, but we planned it in the <laughs> desert, which is you know the family, like the yep. like oh, you yeah. know the There's stick figure families. Yeah. yeah. So ours, is, the nonprofit version, is like the mom, the dad, the dog, and then maybe two kids that are Xed out, and it'll say "Save the Planet." <laughs>
0: The dog is still alive. The dog is still alive, for I
2: sure. Like I would put that on my car too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, so we can, look, like,
1: I just, I, I don't want to have stickers on my car, but if I had that one that you thought said coexist, but it really said something completely different. <laughs> I'll figure that one out. I can probably, I, like I could probably put that one on. Okay. So now that it's out there, we've got it recorded. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it while I was in traffic driving,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, cause I'm just like with my thumb, like, can I'm you gonna, imagine it just,
3: just. <laughs> you know back up and imagine yeah. you're like no this is really important i'm going to have to take a note and then you crashed in the in the, <laughs> and and for whatever reason it. yeah and they're like just said, what was dick? so important and it's like coexist sticker into eat a dick symbols <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, are you fucking serious? You that like guy serious? is
2: a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're
3: either the worst person on the planet or the best. Yeah, well, don't
1: yeah.
2: I'd be, yeah.
1: You're a walking <laughs> contradiction. Totally. Totally. I want to coexist while yes. also eating a dick. Oh, <laughs> like that's God. just, or maybe that is coexistence. I'm just. For some. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I never would have thought that this would have been the big business plan. That I, this is like. You're really going to make it later when you're discussing these kind of highfalutin ideas into bumper
1: stickers, exactly. First but then, if, I mean, if we talk about the violent little machine shop and oh, his yeah. and his, like he made a little thing and it hasn't dropped yet. He's he it's put it out, awesome. but it's like he made a little thing. I think it's a, it's a sticker or it's a or it's patch. a patch um, that looks like a can of um, hard seltzer, seltzer. <laughs> well, you know, and because yeah. you know the white claw is it white claw? Yeah, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah. So he did one that's like white girl and it's and, and i can't i'm gonna get it oh, no. wrong i have to paraphrase but it's like a hundred percent certified crazy you know and then and then down below it's like crying in the bathroom and it's like this is so perfect man i'm gonna to have to get some and send them to some people
3: <laughs> i wish i had more things that required patches to be applied to them but i just don't have that many things i, I know
1: same here Unfortunately, or stickers like I don't have.
3: Yeah, I don't put them on cars or anything. Uh, Fuck! I need more notebooks. You should or... just
2: start. sticking I them on I really cars. should. yeah. <laughs> I should just I get really a, just should. get a
3: laptop that doesn't work so I can put stickers on it. <laughs> yeah, make water it look bottles. <laughs> eclectic.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a, a good idea. Bottle. Yeah,
3: because huh. I saw your
1: guys. I'm just
3: not that creative, I guess.
1: <laughs> I do. Oh yeah yeah. I do have a water that I only the only water bottle I have that has a sticker on it is the one that Blair left here that says "Burn the fucking boat." Oh, and that's that's like, yeah, can kind of only be one sticker on that bottle. It's not like you're gonna, you know, make that bottle any better by adding, you know, some other sticker. Maybe that's my problem with it is like, if
3: a message is so good, I don't want to, like, well, it's hard when you
2: find a good sticker and you put it on something. You don't want anything else around that sticker sticker. because it's like a really good sticker. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I got a stainless steel water bottle, and so a metal as fuck sticker would be appropriate on that. Right? Yeah, I was, I was trying to put one I on prove. the back
3: of my phone. Yep. Um, this kid who was at, um, actually, maybe I won't mention it. He was a writer with a project that we had to do with. Gave us these stickers that were awesome. Mm. Um, I don't even know what his company was. He just gave them to him. And one of them says, get weird. Oh, like and it's that. like a weird stick figure head. And it has its tongue out. And there's a tab on its tongue. Does and he I have little like,
2: twirly eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Like- <laughs>
3: Yeah. And it was his. He, like, <laughs> you know what it is. No, but um, yeah, I, mean, okay. just yeah. <laughs> I just guessed. Yeah. I just guessed. Get weird. And so I was like, man, I really like this sticker. <laughs> my friend, who's a tattoo artist, uh, he tattooed my leg and some on my back. He, um, when he got initiated into being a tattooer, um, the guy who's apprenticing under the, the w- way you break them is like you get blackout drunk and you make them tattoo themselves. Oh. And you have to tattoo oh. a self-portrait on yourself.
2: <laughs> oh, God, I'd fail.
3: That's the point. Every, there is no winning. <laughs> you can't <laughs> win. Can I be me. a stick
2: person? It always is. It always is. I was going to say. And so
3: on the top of his calf, because that gives you the greatest like... Yeah, meat. You meet and yeah. you can kind of get... A, he has... Um, at the time he had really long hair and he's like six foot seven and 160 pounds so he's like rail thin and he had this heart issue where his uh, ribs collapsed in on his heart forgot what they call it Um, and he uh, basically drew a stick figure skeleton version of himself with long hair and it says born weird oh And it's like my
2: favorite tattoo I've ever yeah. seen.
3: And it's actually, it sounds really archaic. It's done so well. Like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you kid. weren't drunk. Yeah, no. And he was like blackout <laughs> drunk. Like he didn't <laughs> remember most of it, but apparently that's what he drew himself as. Yeah, that's cool. And I was like, fuck, what would I do? I don't think I could even reference myself, let alone I don't have the ability to draw anything. But uh, anyway, uh, it's always Mine would been.
2: would be a stick person with long hair. Interesting. Really easy. So you mm-hmm.
3: identify yourself with long hair.
2: Yeah, it's a security blanket. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: The bangs across too.
2: Yeah, I think that's just how my hair goes. <laughs> yeah. Has it yeah. always?
1: Has your hair always been long?
2: For most of my life, yeah. I can remember when I cut it to my chin in grade nine, and I was mortified, freaked out. I got called a butch. Did <laughs> that you? That really? was it. I'm like, grow my hair back. Oh,
1: <laughs> Wish it would grow faster? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, just, fast I, as, I
2: dream of cutting it really short though like when sure. I go gray and like I just want it to be short and crazy
3: but that, because in a sense that's freedom like oh, that's our idea yeah. of like God. oh I'm contained by this image of myself and I'm you want to so be rid of it I'm so contained by this image I've of seen myself it. <laughs> I've seen it so many times that if I like a person like at the time when I was hairdressing if I liked a person and they wanted to make a drastic change. I wouldn't do it. My hairdresser does that. I'm like, "Okay, I know I'm ready." Yeah, I know like, why. Like shave, they would do it. shave
2: the back of my head, like yeah. get it started. And Sarah's like, "No." Yeah, you're gonna have to find somebody sorry. else. I'm not doing it. Yeah,
3: it's, it's just... like you know, I no, I need some heroin. You're like,
1: I'm not going there with you.
2: You're gonna like, have to I, go.
1: You're, oh, no, you're gonna have to go to Supercats for that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm sorry>. across
3: <laughs> the street, Seven yeah. Eleven. There's yeah. a guy in the back alley. He'll <laughs> cut your hair yeah. just like that. Only because you see people break. Yeah. Like you see, like they thought they wanted this change. They thought that they needed, and they do, they need to separate from their identity, but they didn't need to do it like that because now Mm -hmm. they don't recognize themselves. And now it's actually, if you were to... I imagine I have no data to back this up, but I imagine if you read brain chemistry, it would look very close to schizophrenia, mm. which is the same thing that I think you would see. Oh, like post haircut? Yeah. And like, brain chemistry wise, if you if you were to take the same state somebody was in in like a deep meditative state where they lose their self, of, a sense of self, it'd also look like schizophrenia. Yeah. It looked like the same brain chemistry, huh. which is like people are like, oh, we need a parasympathetic everything. I am like, well, if you are in that eternally you're a schizophrenic Mm, mm -hmm. and therefore that's why you need both sides. Like you, you don't need identity, but you also do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. That's
3: really interesting.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. So I
1: found talk about weird thread. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Born weird. Born weird. (laughs) Born weird threading. Yeah. I, I feel like there's in some ways, when my hair was really short for a long time i was i, I thought i i was more of a dick like I was a harder harsher person mm. um but it turns out that with long hair i can be just, just much a
0: dick. Dick. <laughs> i just ran i a, thought it was
1: like a little bit softer you know but
2: i've got a friend that um, had beautiful long, could, long brown hair beautiful and and she cut it to her chin and she looked great like she can mm-hmm. have any haircuts basically She's beautiful. And then she cut it shorter and then she shaved the side and then she kind of went like this and then she tried to grow it out and she got a bad haircut and so she buzzed her head. Whoa. And she is fucking dead gorgeous. Like she looks great. And it suits her and she's so like, she's still super feminine and she's still a beautiful like soul, mm. and it's just, I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd shave my head, and people would be like, whoa, okay, okay. Stop. okay. Where's okay. the
0: cancer?
1: Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, you okay? <laughs> yeah exactly. That would be the first question. Are you yeah.
2: okay? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> that no, That I is really
1: it, interesting. I thought I wanted this.
3: <laughs> I came across a, a picture of Mark when I was going through photos y- yesterday, and it was um, when your hair was just buzzed, I think right before you got your hip surgery. Okay. Or maybe actually no, it was after, but it was a fresh haircut. Yeah, almost completely like shaved head, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that was like it was really weird to see. But I see the same thing when I see like my hair a year ago with no beard, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like what the fuck was I thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> Who now? was it? Was it Nicole
1: that didn't recognize you yeah. the other day?
3: Yeah, and I was like, Wait, "Is uh, that Michael?" Michael behind all this, this wannabe facial hair. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> that happened that, to Darren. He shaved his beard off, and our like a really good friend was like, "Hi, I'm Nicole," and Darren's like, "It's Darren," <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she's like, man. "Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy!" <laughs> yeah,
3: I it's really weird. I I mean, I don't recognize most people if you just change one small aspect about them, which shows how little we're paying attention to their Whoa, actual sure, face. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But we're just looking at the features that are easy to identify, sure. which I think is I don't know, it's kind of shocking. Yeah. I, mean, Aaron, I met her with uh, like cropped short pixie hair mm-hmm. and like she's grown it out ever since. It's always got, it's gotten longer each year, cut long, cut long. And now it's like, now it's to the point where well, I saw a picture of her with a short hair. I'm like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, <laughs> And it's also really weird because her look consumes both of us. Mostly because I do her hair. I get that. But also um, I think it's in most relationships the girl is like, do I look okay like this? They're, like it's mm-hmm. a community agreed upon look. But with the guy, the girl's like, whatever. Like it's like, now you're doing this and on some days i show up and i have like a dreadlock in my hair or like now it's super cropped and clean Why is that it's like so
2: acceptable it's so harder it must be harder for women just to it must we need, be. Accept, we need to be told that we're it's an okay choice to make i was Almost. thinking about it's that crazy. like
3: how difficult that is because i don't even consider it if aaron was like man i really don't like your look right now but who the fuck are you get that yeah, like yeah. i'd be like, wait, wait what <laughs> but i'll be like you know your bangs really don't look good like that we really like you know, she had a blonde bitch bang for a really long time. And I take it as like. What's um, a bitch bang? A bitch bang is a hard line that follows the eyebrow. Oh, that's right? a bitch bang. It's, okay. Yeah, a bitch bob. It follows a bitch bob. I don't have a bitch bob. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> a, it's a look like it's completely sculpted. It's yeah, tedious. Okay, okay. It looks yeah, like yeah, it's right. very crafted. It looks like a helmet. It's almost. clean. Yeah. It takes um, a certain personality to wear it. Um, and this is my favorite things to cut because they're the most difficult to cut. It's called triangular graduation. What
2: would you do with my hair?
3: What would I do with your hair? hair? Um, <laughs> well, it depends on what you want to do. Like if, if you want to make a change. But I'm asking because that's what <laughs> yeah, we but- do. <laughs>
2: But, but it's we like, ask for...
3: are you here to, uh, it's the same question of like, how would you do my makeup? And I was like, well, it depends on what yeah, you what want you're doing, to yeah. do. Yeah, and like, am I trying to make you look better or am I trying to make you look different?
2: <laughs> different.
3: Um,
2: Should I take the earphones off? It's hard to tell with the earphones
3: on. <laughs> no, I, I mean, so you have an ash regrowth and I think I would warm that up. Okay. Right. So like I would keep the blonde. Cause you've got this, the yeah, it's like very tips. like sun kissed, yeah. you know, thing, but your natural ash tone, I would probably warm that up and I would take it more caramely and would, and probably darker towards the root. So I would do like three, four, uh, neutral Brown, and then I would have it go a little bit golden. And then I would mix it in with your blonde re-highlight and then I would let it shake out. And so you have and then tell tomorrow? you not to go in the pool. Well, it's, it's, uh, Sam literally just text messaged me. I don't know what it is with today and hair, but he was like, okay. oh, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Do you want to give me a haircut for your birthday?
2: It's your birthday today? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday. Thank yeah. you.
3: <laughs> so what? now I have to give him a haircut for, his, for my birthday. For your birthday. Yeah. Nice. But
2: well, what about my haircut? <laughs> Sorry, for your birthday. Start stacking them in. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I don't do hair anymore um only for your friends. And it, uh even then I'm like I'll do errands just because I know it. Yeah, like it's yeah, the easiest yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Um but it wouldn't be fair to you because my the, the last my pra- I'm not practiced. Yeah. Um I like,
2: pro- I have a really hard time trusting people with my hair so
3: Yeah, of course, everybody should because yeah. no one knows
1: what the fuck they're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Right like the whole <laughs> so, process the last is okay I
1: had was in February, right? When you did mm, yeah, yeah. You gave me a little
3: Tra- just to get yeah. rid of the because he was Going, you know, as it grows out and the, like people don't know that gray hair is actually uncolored hair. It's translucent. Mm -hmm. Um, And therefore it picks up pig, whatever pigment. And if it hasn't been neutralized, it starts to look yellowy. Oh yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you got to neutralize that. You put some purple in it Yeah. and that'll neutralize the yellow, like color theory. Um, But for the most part, I think it's the same thing with makeup. Um, I go like, I just, when you're doing it every day, it's so easy. But now I have to think too hard about how yeah. to shape things and look at eyes. It's just like the practice isn't there. Yeah. Um, and so it's not really, I, I feel bad even doing like Aaron's makeup for things. Cause I'm like, man, it's really not my best.
2: But <laughs> like, I can't do that. So that's impressive. Like I, I don't do, I don't, am not a makeup person.
3: But most people, <laughs> most people aren't because they've been fit. It's the same thing. Like my, me saying like, oh, I'm not an, art person like mm-hmm. i don't draw yeah. i don't I mean, you're like you do like you if you wanted to you could yeah you have it's the just, ability to you just yeah everybody to does yeah. and and yeah. that's how i look at most people fundamentally mistake makeup for cover-up
2: sure yeah right they yeah.
3: use makeup to cover flaws as opposed to what it was designed for is to, to highlight features yeah and so if you come at it from like everybody's good at makeup you're like well how do i highlight something i was like well light brings forward dark recedes mm-hmm. super basic concepts and <laughs> composition so if you want the eye to look deeper, you darken it. Yep. Which so now we have our smoky eye because it makes the 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 whites pop a little bit. Yep. And then if I want, you know, the brow ridge, all this it's just basic faces all look good a certain way. They fit a certain feature. So we're trying to get back to ideal features and contour how people will see you in certain light. So we go by golden ratio, your eyebrows look like this, they're shaped like this, they should form in a very specific way like mm-hmm. if you take uh, if you split the face and i go you know the forehead is one to two um and i split the eyebrows the same way the head is uh two to one mm-hmm. uh then the eyebrow starts uh it should start on the outside of the nostril it should end if i make a 45 degree angle through the crease of the eye that's and, and then the and then the high point, the arch, if I cut the center of the nostril through the center of the iris, that'll give me the high point of the arch. And that right. gives you the golden ratio. So like the eye makes an iris and the, the eyebrow forms that so I can see the shape. Okay. And so makeup is literally just getting back to that. It, once you understand that, oh, I'm just trying to get back to this standard thing that we've agreed is pretty. Yeah. And all faces are close to that. No one is perfect. But there's like an ideal. So some people have wider faces. Mm -hmm. So we shape them to make them look longer. So I shade in. And then, sorry, this is a really long tangent. into. It's it's
2: super fascinating.
3: I think it is. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Only because I'm captivated by faces. Mm, And like why I'm drawn to certain. Like I just want to look at faces sometimes. And see what characters I find interesting. And sometimes it's not. Obviously, looking at a pretty face is really obvious. Like... But it's really not mm-hmm. like it's just a person, yeah. And they're just shaped in a way. What is attractive? Well, yeah, why is that what are the inherently that are sort of attractive? Yeah. Why is yeah. it? And considered. why are some repulsive? Like what? Am I okay? So it's genetic selection and whatever. But what does that have to do with ability? Yeah. It really has nothing to do. Although I think it's communicating ratios. I think it's mathematically communicating something. Is what I've come to understand by looking at a pretty face. It's showing that it's mathematically broken down um in a way that represents nature hmm. so um yeah i guess I guess that's what beauty is to me, but subjective, yeah. and that's why I like to stare at faces but Fuck it I don't know I've got nothing else <laughs> That was great <laughs> it, it was actually <laughs> um,
1: Is is your project of portraits <laughs> Bex Is it It's going to You said it's going to continue Yep. Since, is it,
2: since the band fest I've shot three new women already and, Okay Yep um, i don't How know do not you, just going to continue it I don't know where it's going Okay well, I have no idea.
1: A book is a good sort of.
3: There's thing. been a lot of
2: people saying books, yeah. I th- so maybe I'll go down that route. I think that'd be really fun. It might be
3: kind of interesting, yeah. Yeah. I think in f- just in a like comprehensive, that's probably the best way to take in photography. Is like through a coffee table book or something. And totally. before it was like, well, there is no other avenue other than big prints. But really now, I just really enjoy it. like ever since you brought in a, well, There's a couple books here, but. Um, people bring them in more and more often. And I find myself like, I never bought them before. Yeah. And now I'm like, now seeking seek out. Them out yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. I really, I'm books. really
2: like drawn by photo books. Yeah. How do you
3: sit like, uh, how do you prepare your subjects when you're going to shoot them? Like, what do you, what do you tell them? Like, cause obviously they're thinking like, well, I need to look a certain way, but what are you thinking when you want to see them?
2: I just want them to be themselves. Okay. And I find, I think a lot of people have a hard time with that, especially when they're the, center piece that you're focusing on Mm. um but basically with every single woman i was i just said with the past ones i've just shot i said well you saw the project and you saw the women and you saw what they looked like and i said the same thing to every single woman i just want you to be yourself i want you to your hands to fall where they naturally fall um and if that's with playing with your hair if that's with your your thumbs through your belt loop or whatever Mm. then that's if it's comfortable please do it um and then I would do a couple shoots with just that. And then I would sort of place them into certain, like, left mm. shoulder, closer, mm-hmm. side. Let me put your hair back here. Let me let me want to see your earring. Look away and so on. So then I would start suggesting stuff. Interesting. But it was very just, like, fluid. There was no... I had some people sitting, some people standing. Um, I just wanted them to feel really comfortable. Like, I didn't... And I didn't have a... There were some women that I had, like, uh, I want them to look this way because I know that that they're this way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I kind of knew what I wanted right when they came in. But um, most of them were just uh, naturally just fluid. My one friend, uh, Sam, she was really cute. She came in uh, with a little bit of mascara on, and her, like, Mm. hair was down. She wasn't wearing her glasses. And she walked in, and I was like, oh, Sam, like, you look fantastic. But, like... This is not how I see you. Like, it,
0: yeah,
2: you look beautiful. And so we shot like a couple of shots of her laughing and her hair's mm-hmm. down and she's naturally beautiful. And then I was like, okay, braid your hair, put it to the side and put your glasses on, please. And that's the photo I use because that's yeah. the Sam when she's just smiling and she looks like Sam. Like, yeah, so it was interesting. Some women came in maybe a little bit more fluffed up than what I would have expected sure. of them w- to, which was cool.
3: <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that, I, we... I, I think about it in the sense of like, because uh, I haven't read the stories that are behind it. Just look through photographs that you've taken. And uh, so you, you set some parameters, obviously. Your mm-hmm. camera's turned this way. You have this lens on it. Yep, yep. 50 mil? Yep, um,
2: yep. Very standard, not yeah. too techie, uh, That's not my scene. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, and, and I imagine like just, I'm thinking a uh, 45 degree angle softbox or something. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, a
2: little bit of natural light coming from Yeah, the okay, yeah, Perfect.
3: Yep. Um and then but you're trying to you're trying to make something the same, but then black background. By everything <laughs> being the same, you want people to see the difference, correct? Yep. yep. But also the same. Like these yes. are all the same people, but they're all different. Okay.
2: They're all shot in a controlled makeshift studio Mm -hmm. and but they're all very different individually Mm -hmm. but i didn't want the background to distract i didn't Mm -hmm. want lighting to distract um those are the main things probably angle the camera i wanted them to be the distraction or the the focus i guess
3: yeah interesting yeah it it came across really nice will you stick with that style as you work in other projects like portraiture
2: that's a good question i don't even know if i'll stick with portraiture (laughs) i
3: don't know awesome
2: (laughs) i probably will yeah i really enjoy it it's very um I thought about switching up to a white background.
3: Really getting out there.
0: Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like a whoa, whoa, whoa. Like stepping
2: <laughs> into the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I didn't want to do, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to do outside. I didn't want mm. distraction stuff. I just wanted to be very clean for this. Yeah. yeah. Who knows where it'll go or it, how I'll change it. And you had your eyes set
3: night? on Banff specifically. Canmore. Oh, okay.
2: Specifically, Bow Valley, like Bow Valley, I guess encompasses uh, Exshaw, Banff, Canmore, Lake Louise. It's a little strip of a bunch of little towns in the valley. What
3: was the What was the like point where you were like, "Oh, I have this idea, this concept involves these women," and you kind of knew right from the get-go who it involved?
2: Um, yeah, I had probably in my head had a rough number of people that I wanted to shoot initially okay. just to get it started. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was about 15 to 20, which wow. is a very small amount. Um, but then I started to realize there's like so many women in the valley that have a story and so many women that are inspiring and um, that it was really hard to like pick just specific people. And so once I had those core like 10 people mm-hmm. that I really wanted, that's when the other people started to kind of, started. oh, you and you and you. And now yeah. I have like pages of like...
3: yeah. <laughs> now everybody wants in
2: well not everybody actually some really? of people i asked didn't want to they don't want they don't don't feel comfortable they want to be did exposed that, i think vulnerability the thing they didn't really want to did that up.
3: immediately make you want to double down and be like no no you
2: should oh do yeah. yeah yeah Damn no it. you're coming yeah. here now. It's forbidden <laughs> fruit yeah <laughs> get here <laughs> Yeah, and some people weren't ready yeah. like for example with sarah she, she, when i had initially asked her she said no she couldn't and then it was a, a couple time i passed and then she wanted to. And uh, and so it was sort of like, hey, like doors always open. Mm. Like you come to me when you're ready kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome, interesting.
3: Yeah. That's really interesting. I was just wondering like how things, I think about what we do and I go, I we didn't plan any of this shit. It just like.
2: Dude, I don't, yeah, I'm the same. It, it, I didn't hit, even know this yeah. was even gonna happen. Like yeah. I think <laughs> a month before, no. Four months before I had a due date for my first gallery showing last summer, mm. I hadn't even started. Oh, I was like, shit. I need started. It was March or something. And I was like, oh, shoot. It's almost August 2019. I better start this project. <sighs> Dude, I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I like I know. your style. It's, it's procrastination at its best. Yeah. And it was more just sort of like, do I really want to do this? Okay, yeah, I guess. I got the gallery space. Okay, great. And now I looked at the date and I was like, okay, I really got to start this. And I I talked to the coordinator. This was before BAMP. Talked to the coordinator and she was like, well, I mean, you could not do it. We can always get someone else to slot you in and you can take next year's or something like that. But I would really think that you should do it. She was like, this is a really important project. It's going to be great for the Bow Valley. It's amazing for women. We're in the right time to do it and yada, yada. So she's like, you have to do it basically. (laughs) And so then I was like, okay, cool. I have
3: three, need external three and a half months to get
2: this done. So it was a like chaos and I printed everything myself and it was like... Oh, did you really? Yeah. And that's awesome. how I think I work that, the best under that. Like, did
3: you shoot film? No. Oh, okay. But I wanted Digital, it to yeah. look like film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
2: I would have loved to shoot film, but I don't think I had time. To shoot. I, I was just
3: going to say, it, yeah. <laughs> so, so you need the, the external stress to accomplish what you oh, originally yeah. set out to do. And
2: I do a good yeah. job under pressure. Like I, I will... Do better when there's external pre- yeah. and there's a deadline. This the person this that can do it without familiar, I
3: don't you? comprehend. Like the person that can do things without pre- like have
2: it done like a year and before. It's yeah, clean.
3: like and there's like no pressure. <laughs> I'm like how without pressure, it doesn't seem like anything can cook properly.
2: Yeah, my best work and that's in every mm-hmm. sense I think is under pressure or there's yeah. the deadline or it's like, hey you got <clears> to.
3: I wanted done. this. I wanted to toast a marshmallow and I started a pallet on fire to do it and that's the best way like that's that's what i wanted
0: yeah
3: <laughs> no you wanted to have a bonfire and the marshmallow <laughs> yeah, exactly. was the excuse i mean yeah, come on there it is yeah, <laughs> i wanted to burn some shit down it, it, actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send a signal fire to everybody else that i was burning shit yeah. down it, burning. you're welcome to join yeah and we have marshmallows it's yeah.
1: a, <laughs> it's a pallet not a bridge <laughs> <laughs> it's a new whole new you it apparently is. <laughs> yep. yeah. long, story. long story yeah
3: <laughs> i yeah i'm i'm cooked but also pleasantly surprised with yeah where we ended up
2: yeah thanks guys yeah that was too. really fun
3: i really appreciate you coming down and i had no idea what to expect which is awesome because mark always just like oh this person's coming in. i'm like <laughs> it'll be good
2: it's <laughs> random blonde from canada he, she's coming down <laughs> actually
1: you know who's in here tomorrow who cory rich
2: no shit yeah he's Aww. doing
1: like a book event or something oh, in town cool. tonight very cool, and oh. I was just like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" Because of the, on the art mm-hmm. walk, it, Corey also had a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Too. Had yeah. the perfect yeah. exhibition yeah. at the end. And That's really cool. It was. Yeah, it'll be super fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just just because he and I had, I don't know. I think prior to seeing each other in Banff, we probably hadn't seen each other since 1995.
2: Wow. Wow. And uh, it's due time. It, it's yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: That's great. And I was. Um, th- thank you for being so accommodating. Yeah. And, I mean, just cause
2: like, Hey, yeah, random, come on down and just got to do. have doors open, man. <laughs> yeah. Take opportunities when you can And okay. to sh-
1: and to share. I think it's like, it, it was, um, yeah, just when we were talking about books and that being like the end result, maybe of the, pro- of the project mm-hmm. or the, mm-hmm. how the project eventually gets distributed to, you know, more than on an individual basis, which is gallery show kind of does. Um, but it was really nice to be, in that room with all of them, mm-hmm. I think mean, like okay, this is I can walk around. I almost was bummed that there was so many people in there, and at the time because time it was frame like an was organ- really and, quick, I and thought. time frame was also really quick for a
2: project like that. It was. Super hard to be like Hey here's 15 minutes There's 45 women mm, There's yeah. writing And there's a lot of story To go behind that Go <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah and it was So it was unfortunate Like to get sort of Pulled out and into the next thing But um, But also really But then that also just meant That like Okay I want to go see What that one is I want to go see What that one is Or, yeah. one is, or yeah. you know I had to sort of Do a little triage In a sense of like Okay I've got a limited Amount of time to You know See <laughs> and, and read Um but that could be a, a yeah, I think a, a a book would be, it could be pretty neat.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. With a white cover. Crazy. <laughs> just <to> throw <laughs> people just, off a little exactly. bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> or you could do
1: some pages inside that are black and some that are white.
2: Oh, man. That's, no, that's too much. That's okay. too much. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. All right. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, enjoy- thanks Darren <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: thanks Darren Exactly
1: The I want quiet to, one in the corner I kind of want to talk about Woodworking for a second But then I realized like Alright we've got uh, Yeah There's time stuff. for that yeah. <laughs> um, On your way back Maybe Yeah hey, Yeah there you go Yeah if you, uh, and, and yeah enjoy Being down south cause, Yeah thanks uh, It'd be the perfect time
2: Oh yeah Of year to be Hopefully there. no snow
1: St. George Probably not I think it will be okay
2: Okay yeah. good <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah I think it'd be fine and you can always you know, retreat to Vegas.
2: Totally. Oh, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. We have that on our list.
1: Everybody yeah. wants to retreat to Vegas. A- <laughs> apparently, a lot of people do. I don't know if you've driven, if you've been I, there lately, but it seems that there are there's more There's so many people. I, I don't get it, That's like when, one of the
3: places where I'm like, uh, I th- like Alex Honnold posted, he like, lives in Vegas. And I'm like, how is that yeah. the oh, place? Really? Yeah. I
2: just had two friends move down there. What?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's like Wall Street down there. Is it Wall Street? Is it the um, Wall Street? Moab. Club? That's Moab. Yeah. Uh, what's the climbing that's in Vegas? Calico. Yeah, or oh, a okay.
2: red can? Red Rock.
3: Red Rock. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is, is it the gallery? I can't. Remember yeah, yeah. It's one something like that. It's something like. that. I was or thinking about. I think, no, that's yeah, I think <laughs> here.
3: Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. even remember. Wall Street, yeah, and I think then. then there's one that's very. Yeah, Wall Street's Moab. Yeah, yeah. But I get that confused with the one because it looks almost. Kind of similar to the Red Rock that's in Vegas. Like there's a there's wall. like
2: Calico Calico Canyon. Maybe that's it. Or Something like that. Or I really? don't know. Ugh.
3: I just couldn't imagine why somebody would land there. Mm. Um, Is it
2: cheap?
1: I don't think anymore.
2: Yeah.
3: There's Oh way man, too many you
1: people. can get if you're if you're if you're playing the slots, you can get free food, <laughs> free <laughs> drinks, two ninety nine buffet or something. Right? It must I'm be sure cheap. You can get a
2: lot in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> For cheap.
1: You can drag a lot back
2: with you from <laughs>
3: Vegas too. Yeah.
1: And I'll ask you to wipe your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah ex- exactly. It'll be kind of a convoluted sign, but at least you'll know to wipe your feet <laughs> if you can read through the whole thing. And on that note. And on that note, I awesome. think uh, we got some, some some signs to print and a, <laughs> and a bumper sticker to make. And some bumper stickers. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank hey, you. Thank you.
0: Thanks.